Mama! Mama! We made it! What it, what it, what it do now? And we've just tapped in with George Jefferson oh, on this Mama We God. Made It episode, y'all. Yo, there did you is. hear that harmonizing though? Ooh. Facts. It was player. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I need y'all to just pause. If you're in the car, pull over. Girls, all pause. Uh, and, and, <laughs> wow, see, I just call, like, you know what I'm saying? Just expose myself. Facts. <laughs> I'm the karaoke guy that like <laughs> silence. Um, no, but without further ado, we got one of, like, in my eyes, one of the most talented and creative creators uh, in just the culture in and of itself. Thank you. Young boy. Thank you. George Jefferson. George Jefferson. Jefferson. Clap it up. Clap it up. He's here. It's, Thanks it's, for having me, man. Oh, it's absolutely yeah, Thanks for having me. It's I appreciate it. Yeah, for real. Yeah. It's wild because like it's been like a manhunt for George. Because <laughs> oh, really? I've been I've been hunting George since he was Jeezy. Just Ooh. also like and it's crazy because and when I say hunt, it's like, look, it's it's more so of like the goal was to chop and just like vibe and just like understand, uh, uh, you know, the depth of 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 the the, the person right the craft yeah. yeah right and it's one of those things telltale you know where you, being around like minded individuals being around uh, moments within the culture that like you'd always cross paths maybe it'd be an event here or a couple in right. a week or this mm. that and the other um, and it was one of those things where. Sometimes it takes iterations to get that, but how beautiful it is when you get to truly appreciate somebody's journey as a human being into their journey as a creator, it just makes it that much more uh, organic, it, I, just authentic, authentic, yeah. magical, straight up. magnificent, magical, yeah. magnificent, you know, off time, beautiful, right? Extravaganza <laughs> right now, dog. <laughs> Marvelous, you bitch, you. Marvelous. <laughs> no, but to be honest, thank you so much for coming on. This yeah, is going to nah, be incredible Thank you episode. guys for having Just, me, man. Yeah. I'm more excited than you guys probably are. I don't know, but I appreciate this for real, man. Likewise. Awesome, man. I mean, look, we got the tea. We got the water. They don't the understand what's going we, on. We, we, he was yo, very we, we got goo-wop and got yams. Goo-wop looking straight at Come on. George. You know what I'm saying? I got yams looking at Eric De Los Prados. Come on. Orale. Orale. <laughs> Orale, <laughs> Facts. And y'all gonna be hearing a few coughs here and there. I've right. already said it, so don't let it like percolate. But we got the tea though. You gotta we hear it. Got the tea. Bang. Yeah. Without further ado, George, I wanna know what like your youth was like. Because and 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 I preface your whole story because by the I way, know free to youth, free to youth, free to youth. Straight up. Because I wanna know you're a very eclectic dude that that really once you make a decision, you're really about it. Right? Facts. And I know that you've been, like, being able to see you from a distance now, it's just mm-hmm. like, damn, like, you're tapped in to right. so many different aspects of the culture. Wait, do you mind right. if I take off my shoes? You Not said, at all. Take, take the off. fucking I shoes clothes. off. I gotta, like, take your understand. motherfucking shoes off. I wish I had a fucking masseuse here to give you a foot massage. <laughs> next time, like, next time. Yeah. Next time at the bigger spot. No, but it's one of those things where <laughs> exactly. looking looking at you now, like, I'm just so curious as to how this being, let alone this creative, like, 
became. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so take us through. I want to start when you came just like straight swooping out the womb like way. Swooped out the womb. Uh. They call me Mr. Swooby. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, so hi everybody. First of all, I am George Jefferson, formerly known as Jeezy Production, formerly known as The Korean Hanser, formerly known as TC Creative. Um You see why I did all that, y'all? Yeah, Thank you. you. Um now, you know, I'm I'm really just Back to the basics with George Jeff, with George Jefferson. And um, so, yeah, like I pretty much started my whole journey. Um, Pops is from West Oakland, Acorns. Um, so I was really there from when I was born, which was 1994, September 18th. Um, and then from there, I was in the Acorn Projects with my pops and my mom. So from 94 to about 95, literally not that long, Got I it. was there. Once I was there, I came direct. We came right here to East LA. Mm. Me and my mom, we came direct East LA, came here. And then I was in East LA for shit, 95 to at least, what, 99? <coughs> East mm. LA. Shout out to the East Side, Compton Ash, Lawson Avenue. What, what was that um, like going from? Uh, from from the back, I didn't really know much there because I was so like yeah, so I was I'm really fresh, like yeah. you said, fresh out the swoon. So yeah. I didn't really know much. I just knew where I was because we would go back there, mm-hmm. you know. Like Got my it. mom would take trips, or go and just like visit it. And she like, yo, this is where you know what I mean. So you so, spent, as a little kid, you were really in East LA, and that's where you exactly. started growing up. East LA. I'm, I was in East LA, and then after East LA. My grandma was pretty much raising me. My mom was like working all the time, so I was pretty much raised by my great grandma. Um, Your so great grandma, my great grandma, oh, yeah. Wow. Rest oh, in wow. peace, Artie Jean. You know what I mean. God bless Artie. Jean. God bless oh, Artie Jean. For real, love you, baby. Um, so I was raised by her, East LA. It was her that was staying. It was my grandma that I'm, I'm, I love to 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 death right now, Deborah Flamer. Um, Deborah Flamer. Oh, Deborah. That's Omar, by the way, because she was she lived in Germany. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna wow. get to that later. That's I'm, oh I'm, my, I'm, I'm, wow! I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you just threw that. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get cultural to, distinction. Yeah, yeah. I'm, on I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get there later. Okay. Omar. Omar. We see you, but we're coming Guten back. Guten Tag, Omar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get to that later. But so it was, it was in this household. It was me. It was my grandma. It was my great grandma. It was my cousin. Um, which is how would I say? I guess he just had, you know, like just special disorders, you know what I mean? Okay. He wasn't like too He was he's definitely smart, but it wasn't on a scale of like he was just like in these different phases in his head. So Got it was it. like that was in the household, it was myself in the household, it was my grandma, his mom, which was like a little, you know, little had her disorder and then she moved. She moved to Vegas like soon as possible. <laughs> she mm. just left right to Vegas. And then in this process, I was pretty much what I can remember, I was just like a badass kid. How like, so? Like talking from, from the onset. From the onset, like okay. I, I no. From the onset, I can say I was like a good kid. From this time until we're about to get to, I was a good kid. But I just remember me being bad. I don't really remember the good. Got it. I just remember me being bad. Mm. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I feel like that helps me now. Just from like knowing what I what I used to do and like how I used to talk and what I used to say and like shit like that and to know now like where I'm at. But so let me get back to the Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So from there it was just kinda like, all right, my mom wasn't there. I was pretty much raised by my great grandma slash my aunt and my cousin. 
and my grandma. So it was just like we were there for a period of time. My mom ended up just coming back, start chopping game. We end up moving to 81st in Normandy. 81st in Normandy is a spot I was at from I think it was 99 until maybe 2005, I think. Mm. Yeah, and I was there maybe even a little bit shorter. I'm not too savvy on, on the exact time, but I know I was on 81st and Normandy for a very long time. We lived in this back house. It was a pink house. forgot the address. It was just me and her. Back house. Um, good Christmases. You know what I mean? What kind of area what, what, was It was definitely like... Was it like the hood or was it, it like... It was definitely the, the hood. It was, it was Hispanics. It was blacks. The hood over there, I think it was Hoover's. Yeah, it was the Hoover's. Right. It was the Hoover's, the Fido's Hoover's. And something else, and like the A trays. Word. Um, I don't remember what was going on, but I knew it was a na- bad neighborhood now because when I pass by there now, it's still like the same thing. Got mm-hmm. it. And it's still the Got same it. shit. That's it's going crazy on. how like as kids, it kind of like you you really can't grasp it. Yeah. Younger, you really can't establish that kind of setting. It's more of just right. like this is a neighborhood. This is a neighborhood, this is right? The home. And then another thing was I didn't really go outside like that. Only, oh. only time I went outside was when I was at my auntie's house or when I was at somebody else's house. I was in the... My mom didn't have me outside. Oh, I was wow. in, I was an outside kid. I was always in the house. Mm. I was always, like, just doing shit in the house. I, my, my mom and my grandma would just buy me everything. So, like, all my shit would be in the house. I had my own room every... Like, since, since birth, I had my own room. Got it. I had all the toys, everything. I had everything I wanted. So, like, she was like, you don't need to go outside. You got everything in here. Oh, so that setup was lit. Exactly. Mm. I didn't really have to go outside until once we moved. So after this 81st, we moved to 91st in Normandy, which is right up the street. Now how, we're in a, How old are you right about now? Around here, um, I think I'm nine to maybe, maybe even like seven to like fucking, how, how old was I in middle school? Fucking 13, 14 yeah. maybe? Yeah. Till that time. What was elementary like? Elementary. Let's, I want to start at, I want to start at. Preschool. Preschool was play. Take, take me to preschool. Preschool, preschool and kindergarten. I'm just was moonwalking a, back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Preschool, preschool and like kindergarten was player because I know I was. I think I was just like more focused then at that time. Like as just no, like looking back now, like damn, I was really sharp in that era. Like I was really like on my shit, like really like focused. Rather than after I did all that, I went to middle school and I wasn't focused at all. Mm. And I got to elementary, I wasn't really focused. I was just like whatever. And then it just changed. So, like, being in that era was, like, fun and, like, felt like it was a learning experience. Now that I look at it, like, damn, this really was a learning experience. Um, but I went to Gar. Gar was on uh, Vermont. And, and was that Gage? I think it was Gage or Florence. It was, a like, I used to dress up. Fly had the, the brown cardigan with the, with the brown slacks with the white T-shirt. And I wore, I think it was, like, white chucks or something. Something, something like that. Um Player. Just player. Just player. Just like a cool kid. And then after all that, just skip fast to what? Elementary. I went to how many elementary schools did I go to? Shit. I went to like I think like four different elementaries. I went wow. to this school called Patterson in Norwalk. I was in Norwalk now. Oh I, wow. I forgot. Damn, see, I be like, yeah, yeah be, no, like, we here with in. you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we got a big bucket of popcorn. We just reaching in finding new bitches. Like, let's get it. We still in the movie setting, you know right. what I'm saying? Exactly. So from there, it was just kind of like I was in no, yeah. I was still living on 91st when I was in Norwalk. I just had got to that school because we were actually staying with my aunt at that time that stayed in Norwalk. And 
I was too bad to be at the schools in my neighborhood. So they tried to like send me to another school. To we get, we getting kicked out of school. I was getting kicked out of school for like, what? Just like acting up or acting fighting up, or what? Not not even fighting, just acting no, just, up, talking crazy to the teachers, talking crazy to the principals, like spitting at them, doing dumb shit, like word. just yelling at them, punching holes in walls. Well, where was that coming from? Just as a kid, like because if you, I feel if like you were, if you remember, you were. A good I'm gonna tell kid. you, I'm, it's just because like one, my pops wasn't around, mm-hmm. so like it was just me. Like I do what I want. My mom was like just babying me. My mom, and my grandma was just like I was baby. Like I was just, a, just like <sighs> anything I wanted. Yeah. And I was just like I felt like no brothers, sisters. No, I'm the only child. Only child. Only child. So maybe that could be it, but I really don't know. So it was just kind of like one of those things where I was more so. I'm not gonna say ruthless, but I was just like, just wasn't really caring. You know, like I, I didn't really have no care in my heart then for some reason, which was I feel like because one, my pops wasn't really around. Mm. And when he did come around, it was just like it was nothing. It was just bland, you know, and it wasn't inspiring. It wasn't right. like motivating. Like, yo, son, let's go. Our pops, I have this idea. It was never none of that interaction. Yeah. You know, it was more so I'm going to go see him because he's in Bakersfield locked up and I'm kid going to see this we driving to bakersfield and it's just like i don't even why am i here i don't even want to be here i know he's in this situation but i don't want to be here i don't want to see this you know so that was another reason and then just like um not just in a space where like i said i felt like i care about anything Mm -hmm. and not saying I was trying to like hurt anyone or yeah. do anything. It was just like you're I, just lashing out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. That just sounds like a kid that like didn't know really how to express exactly. certain types of in depth emotions at that exactly. time. Just lashing out. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. So mm-hmm. that point, I was just like, okay, I got to figure something out. So <laughs> once I was on ninety first in Normandy from nine till about thirteen, elementary, I went to Patterson. In New York, I was still staying on 91st, but we ended up like going to Norwalk with my aunt. So I was at Patterson Elementary, and then I went to Jersey Elementary. These were all, these were these were both in, <laughs> in Norwalk. I got kicked out of Patterson for doing the same thing, like mm-hmm. talking crazy to the teachers and like not really paying attention, just being dumb, being bad. Yeah. Um, and then I got transferred to uh, New Jersey. It was yeah, no Jersey. It was just called Jersey. After Jersey, I got transferred to LaSalle Elementary. LaSalle was back in, where, what street was that on? It was on like 81st, no, not even 81st, like 70-something. Close to my to my neighborhood, but this is a school that didn't accept me at first. Mm. Got it. And then I went there, and then kind of just like, it was a different culture. You know, it was like more blacks, you know what I mean? Not a lot of Hispanics, not a lot of whites. It was literally just like a black school, you know? And... I feel like that's where I got the culture from, from that school. And being there around these different, I guess these different, just like auras and and vibes and like, just like seeing, cause cause at Patterson and in Jersey, everybody was good there, you know? And to see like, go to this school and like, see like, okay, it's this guy over here, he like, He's talking cool, but he's my color. Like he's not disrespecting the teachers. You so know, those I mean? previous elementary schools were more like white and Hispanic. Or exactly, Hispanic? it was more Asian. Oh, it was wow. like it was like Asian culture, 
and uh, white culture. Yeah. Oh, so you're out oh. here like outsider as fuck. Exactly. Man. Okay. Exactly. And a, and a bit Hispanic. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> so oh, that's, that's I was interesting. just, it was just something different, yeah. um, which was cool. And then when I, once I got to back to like, you know, the heart, it was just like, okay, I see these guys aren't talking back to teachers. Like, why am I doing this? Like, if they're not, like, why should I be doing this? So that kind of, mm-hmm. like, changed my mental. Then when I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Then once that happened, I got to middle school. Middle school, after that, after I graduated elementary, I went to Bret Hart. It was called Bret Hart. It was in the same neighborhood. It was off of, oh, I can't even remember the street, but wherever Bret Hart was, that's where I was at. I was at Bret Hart for six, sixth grade. I got 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 kicked out sixth grade. Same shit though. Same shit. He's doing like, it. I have a, I got a change of heart, but yeah. Nah, same. Literally, literally the same shit. Like talking back. Yeah. Coming in class. Was grandma or mom's ever sitting you down? Has been like, nope. what? Or was it like more the baby esque? Yes. Like, it's yes. okay. Yes. Don't worry. We'll figure it yes. out. Really? And then sometimes I, my mom would like, you know, she'll spank me and do what she got to do. But that I was like, oh. yeah. Back to the wonderland. Back to the wonderland. Word. So. At those times, I was just like, whatever. Because they would come up to the school, but they would let the counselors handle everything. Got it. You know what I mean? My grandma was, like, usually the one always at work. My mom was at work, but she didn't really, like, she she cared so much for me. But, like, the school shit, it was just kind of like she was there when she could be. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like we were at a point where I was just, like, bad just being yeah like you said being like young and not really knowing like what's going on really yeah and not being aware so i think that's what it was and then one, yeah once i got there i got kicked out for doing the same shit i had this counselor named mr rubio yo player and it's funny because he was my ele- no elementary teacher my counselor that was at my sixth grade <laughs> mr rubio he was my second grade teacher mm. i didn't know i just went to bret hart he ended up yeah. being my counselor oh, wow. so he was helping me out for a bit and at this one point, he was like, yo, I can't help you anymore. Like, they want to get you out of here. So, like, they kicked me out sixth grade. Bam. End up going to Perry Middle School. Perry Middle School was in Gardena. End up moving to Gardena. Bam. So, now I'm in, <laughs> now I'm in Gardena, bro. Yo, real, how was that just making friends? Because, like, going from kindergarten to seventh Seven, grade. Right. Like, you know, seventh grade, you start changing a little right. bit. Yeah. You I start, feel like... You know, my head. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no. Tap I'm in, just saying, in. you know, <laughs> fr- friends are su- such an important aspect. Throughout all of this, did you have a core group of friends? or was Nah, it, no? not really. I was like... Because you're bouncing around so much, exactly, I couldn't imagine that. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't really have like... I have... It's this, it's this guy named Jeffrey Copper Jr. Um, that's like... We're not the best of friends, but I've been knowing him since since then. And he plays football for Cal State now. And we talk now. And that, that was like the only friend I had. Wow. It's not like my best friend or anything, but yeah. I just been knowing him since then mm. and like that's the only person i talked to to this day from then so like my friend situations was pretty much just like that's crazy high man. and buys but we were still cool we had class together yeah, yeah, we'll be yeah. on recess and do shit like that but it wasn't like oh come over you know what i mean yeah. mom's just cooking or g mom's just cooking or whatever the case may be that wasn't that it was just more so like i was just cool with everybody because that's also a huge part of childhood yeah, yeah. i was I'm just cool up. with everybody yeah. going like going yeah exactly playing video games with your yeah. friends right playing sports doing you know sleeping at your yeah. friend's house exactly doing those things exactly. that's a huge part of like the development exactly of, absolutely of kid. exactly and, like as community and it's like yeah. you're out here acting out basically from stemming from a very like 
isolationist right. feeling, mm-hmm. and it's right. continuing. Yeah. Right. And it's lashing out right. along the way. Right. Yeah. So now that you guys said that, like, I totally forgot about, I skipped Norwalk situation. When I was in Norwalk, I literally, my mom and my grandma, they put me in sports. This was when I think, how was I when I was there? Norwalk, I think like seven, maybe seven, six or seven. I was playing at the park. They had basketball, football, soccer, softball, and I was playing all four of those. So at the time, they had me in sports, and I was drumming. I was playing for a drum squad. So yeah. like I was doing like drums. I used to skateboard, do shit like that. My grandma bought me a drum set. She was going to like all the skate stores, buying me shit, like getting all the right wheels, getting yeah. all the little tools and shit. So this is Norwalk status with the white boys and the yeah. Asians. Yeah. So my whole shit was different. I was just more so focused on skateboarding, fucking playing basketball, playing soccer, like just doing the shit that they were doing. So that process was dope. Um, I remember that. That shit used to be fun, going to the games, practicing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that shit used to be fun. Like, oh, I remember that now that I look back. That shit was crack. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. But yeah, so I th- I love that moment. Yeah. Right like we saw not the not the bad kid for a moment. Right. We saw Straight like up. that dude tucked right. away. Right. Know, finding his moment with his right. friends. Yeah. Right. So that that moment I would say I definitely had I don't I didn't have friends, but I had teammates. Yeah. You get yeah. me? So we didn't really like stay connected. Like after the games, we just, you know, did our thing, went to practice, but it wasn't it was just, I guess it was just that that teammate thing, like I can help him or they yeah. can help me and like we just won a game or we just won a series or whatever. That shit was dope. Yeah. So that process was dope. Um that was all in Norwalk. I was still playing that until I think middle school, yeah. Middle school came around and I just stopped playing all that shit. Um and then once I got to middle school, doing the bad shit and I wasn't playing no sports. That's when I got more so into drumming because the school had a drum squad. The school had a drum squad. They were called Black Diamonds. Black Diamonds was like the best in my city. So they would do the Martin Luther King parades. They would be like mm. the people that be in the Martin wow. Luther King parades. Martin Luther King parades. Martin Luther King parades. Yep. Keep fucking it up. Um, so I wanted to join that. And they were at my school. They didn't go to my school, but they were practice in my mm-hmm. school. Um, so I was like, yo, this shit's dope. And then at the time, it was that's when crumping was going on. So we used to have these. This is at Brayheart, by the way. I don't know why I passed this because when we were going on, I'm 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 still thinking. Absolutely, we, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Okay, so this point, this was sixth grade, sixth grade. Yep. And this one, the drumming was going on with Black Diamonds, and this was the crumping was going on. I don't know who the instructor was, but we had this, we had this room upstairs um, at our school. It was like I guess above the cafeteria then it had like it was like a dance studio basically right. they had the big mirrors not knowing what it was at the time but we would go up there and practice 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 crump dance crump dance crump dance crump dance then we would go we'll walk across the like the um the not the field but the the recess whatever you call that shit what's that floor when you're outside on recess the, the blacktop the blacktop yeah we'll cross the blacktop and then go to the gym and that's where we were where they'll be um, drumming at. Mm-hmm. So we'll go over there and drum and learn how to play the quad and learn how to play the snare and learn how to play like these little instruments. So then from that, I was just kind of like doing a whole bunch of shit. That's on the sports and music. And then once I got kicked out of there, I went 
to Perry, and I didn't do nothing. I was just like, whatever. Got kicked out of Perry. So was it one of those things where it was like it was just there, we're doing it? Yeah. It wasn't like you yeah. hadn't found your attachment. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. Okay. And it was just like, I'm not going to go it's and just try everything, like, but you know what? that's like, what I was doing. Forgive yeah. me for just bombarding. No, nah, go ahead. Continue. Talk that talk. Yeah, Tap in. Me, like, the Tasmanian devil came through. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tap in. Um, no, but it's beautiful because like... It's such a like a, a bounce, right? In it, and especially it's like in one of these because like in the phases of elementary and junior high and all right. these things, it's just so refreshing to hear that bounce within right. these grade levels, right? 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 Because it's very formative in your story, right? You know what I'm saying? So right. for 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 me to be able to just like that's why I just wanted to chime in and. Pop in and say, what it do? What it do? But it's just beautiful to see this kind of wave and development. Like, because, right. like, look, like, it's going one way. Right. You know what I mean? But right. you're, also, you're also cognizant of this shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh. So it's not like you were just like, fuck the world. Like, you hadn't reached that. You were also like, I'm trying to figure out why that was coming. Right. So, and this is a battle that a lot of us kids have. Like, whether right. it comes to... Uh, uh, a single mother and no father or a right. single father and no mother, no mother or right. a, a happy home or a broken home. All these like things happen as kids. Like the 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 one in very few of African Americans in a, a Hispanic, white and Asian school. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. all of these things come into play and it's just beautiful to see them kind of like do the little roll bounce to it. Right. Facts. No, that's true. You never got. You never cared about getting kicked out of school. Nah, I was just like, whatever. I know I'm gonna be straight. My moms love me. My G moms love me. Yeah. Like I'm gonna be straight. You know. Shout out to Oma. Shout out to Oma. Shout out to Big Sexy. That's my mom name. She go by Big Sexy. Shout out to Big love Sexy. That. Shout out to love Big Sexy. Now, now she changed it to Ty Beasy. Ty Beasy. So, Mama, that's for you. <laughs> Shit, she about to throw a TV creative soon and just like getting that. You know? <laughs> Yo, that's cr- TV creative. That's for you, mom. Go ahead, tap in with that. That's you. We get it all set up too. Come on. Um, so, like you said, I feel like, yeah, bro. That's pretty much. That's where it was at. And like, caring about it was kind of like, yeah. They, my mom. I feel like my mom and my grandma cared, but my grandma cared enough, like more. So I was just like, I know I'm gonna be straight. Mm-hmm. So like me getting kicked out, it was like, all right, I know it's more to life. I so know. they were kind of looking at it like you're you're their baby. They know you're good. Exactly. They may have an idea of why you lashing out. So they exactly. just kind of giving you rope. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Like not even kind of, but like here giving you rope. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's my baby. That's Georgie. Yep. So it was just like, okay, cool. Because it'd be a different issue if that's Georgie and like, what the fuck's going on with Georgie? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Cool. Um, so from there, it was just kind of like, okay, seventh grade, after I got kicked out of Bret Hart, I went to Prairie. Prairie, I was there seventh grade. Um, how, was, how was seventh grade? Seventh grade was cool. I actually have some friends that I still know from Perry. 
but I don't like talk to. But like, I had a couple friends there that I can be like, okay, cool, hit them up on Facebook yeah. and be like, all right, how you doing? Blah, 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 shit, shit like that. <coughs> um, but that process was cool. I was actually in that grade, I was in special ed classes. After I got kicked out of Bret Hart, they put me in special ed classes. He thought I was insane because I was doing all this shit. And I was talking back and punching in walls, like spinning faces, like just like I said, doing the wild shit that yeah, I was yeah, doing, yeah. like extravagant shit. Not because I'm dumb, but literally I was damn near too smart, really. And yeah. I was just acting, acting an ass. So that point, I was just like, I, even when I got in those classes, now that I think about it, I was like, yo, this shit is crazy because it's. Some kids in here that really don't know nothing, then it's some kids in here like me that's just bad as hell, but they know what they're doing. And some of them are here just like really like lost mm-hmm. and they all need help, which I'm pretty sure I needed help at the time because yeah, I shouldn't have been acting like that anyway. Yeah. Um yeah. so seventh grade, that that was my whole process. I was in I remember when I first got there, they for like the first six days I was in regular classes. Like Big classrooms, and they yeah. was like, nope, send them over there to the smallers. Yeah. So the class. The smallers. The small, <laughs> bro, literally, the classroom was like eight, six people, bro. Yeah, yeah. Six people in the class. I was in this class all day. Like, and you know, in seventh grade, you have different periods. Yeah. I would go to the same class. Wow. Like, it would be different, like, subjects, but yeah. math would be in the same class. Uh, fucking English. All this shit would be in the same classroom. Were you lashing out as well in there? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I okay. was like. It just gave way more rope in there. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And it was like, not, I wasn't going too crazy to an extent, but I was definitely like still being bad and like disrespectful and talking back. Yeah. Mm. Were you kind of looking at it ever like, why the fuck am I in here? Or was it more um, just like. That shit was, it was like too comfortable in that motherfucker. <laughs> Okay. Literally, it was too cozy because they were helping you out throughout the way. Like it was just like, here you go. Word. It was handed to yeah. you. You know what I mean? Especially because they knew like I was just a bad kid, but I was like smart, and they knew I like had something in me. I guess I don't know. Um, they just seen the maybe this. They probably seen it then and was like, okay, we just helped this kid. Mm. Um, so it was just kind of like giving and like. I was, it was teaching me everything, like, yeah. step by step, like, I was learning everything, step by step, step by step, and they took time with me after school, like, I was doing after school programs, and, like, staying with the teachers, and, like, setting up little community games, and doing shit after school, like, talking to, like, the after school program to do, like, little workshops with the students and shit, like, mm-hmm. this was seventh grade, so I was doing all that, seventh grade semester, I mean, seventh grade was the first semester, had those classes. Then they transferred me back to classes. They were like, let's see how he does. Let's put him back in the regular, what did they call it? I forgot how they called it. They said the, the regular community or some some wild shit they named yeah. it. The principal named it. Let's put him back with the regular. Principal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they put me back with the regulars. And then they was like, we're going to see how he's going to act with these kids. So I got back in there. I was cool for a minute. And then I was just like, still just lashing out. Like when the teacher talked to me, I was just like, I ain't really fucking with what you got going on. Like I ain't doing this shit. Cause she was just like, just do it. Like it wasn't like hiding these classes. They're helping you. You know what I mean? These teachers are just like, whatever, like college students. I mean, college fucking professors and shit. They didn't really like guide me through it rather than in these special ed classes. Oh, you do it like this, 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 and this. Like I was getting helped. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was just like, whatever. And I wasn't really doing nothing in these classes. Like when they put me back in the regular, mm-hmm. regular classes, I wasn't doing homework. 
wasn't doing none of that shit. I wasn't giving no fucks. Yeah. So then the principal seen that. The principal looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He tried to help me so bad. And I started dissing him. And I was just like, yo, you just look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, he kicked me out. I was like, damn. I got kicked out. Like, really, (laughs) that's what I told this man. He kicked me out. He was like, I I tried to give you chances. And then that's when I went back. And you said I look like Arnold, so. Exactly. That's when I went back to Bret Hart. They let me into Bret Hart again. And this was second semester, seventh grade. Cause I didn't I didn't stay the whole first semester of seventh grade. I mean the whole it was two semesters. So yeah. first first semester I was at Perry. Second yeah. semester I was at uh back at Brehart. Went back to Brehart, they tried to help me out, I got kicked out again, and I went back to Perry and they accepted me. That's when I went back and it was just like one of those things where I was like, yo, I really don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm like still acting up and then that whole process was let me let me like figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do. I started getting into back into drumming. I started doing like uh, what they used to call them, talent shows. I was doing the talent shows. I used to be the drummer for the talent shows. I used to be like a little stand up com- comedy. What from what, just what switch like in your head to just be like what did switch? I really don't know, bro. Was that was that that moment where you're like, all right, you know what? I'm not fucking around no more. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that moment. Okay. I didn't be like, oh, I'm not fucking up no more. It's just like the shit just happened. Yeah. I guess it was because I don't know. Maybe I was tired of getting kicked out of school, but it wasn't like, oh, let me start yeah. doing good. It okay. literally was just there. Just more organically, just exactly. Kind of developed. Exactly. And then our class would do all the talent shows. Like, so we were the dope special ed class. <laughs> so like we would do all the fun shit. So like I would be a part of that and like set the shit up and be at the school doing that. So that's when I got back eighth grade. But mm-hmm. I was still doing bad in class. Like then now at this point I was failing. I wasn't going to PE. I wasn't dressing. I was just not doing the actual work and still being bad, but like still like being able to do these shows and shit just because I was a cool kid. So at this point I was just like, all right, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with me. Let me start drumming. So that's when I really started drumming with the drum squad at Perry middle school at Perry middle school. I was drumming. They had me on the um, cymbals. I was just on the cymbals for a very long time. Just on those. I didn't get a chance to go into the marching band because my grades were bad. Yeah. Um, I was talking back like, I didn't get a chance to do nothing. I was just sitting there practicing with him. Yeah. And then I was just like, yo, what's going on? Like, why can't it, like, I get it right? So I didn't have, I didn't have nobody to talk to about it. It was just going on in my head. So I'm like, whatever, fuck it. I'm going to keep doing what I do. Like, mm-hmm. um, I started doing that. After I wasn't able to drum, I started like eating more. And that's when I got like big. Like, I just started eating. Like, we had this Diana spot by the, by, my school and I never used to eat after school. Yeah. I was eating every day. That's random as hell, man. What yeah. do you think that like where did that come from? I feel like that came from eating. <laughs> just eating. Just like, yo, you know, <laughs> he said just eating. He's like, so out of nowhere, you know, I was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna start eating. And then I got I became big. And I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm saying here, wait, how we go from the drum squad right, right. to the eating squad? <laughs> Like, that's not a smooth transition. Yo, <laughs> yo, give me that though. Give me that though. <laughs> no, no, but from, I'm not going to say like I just started eating crazy, but I started eating more than what I used to eat. My mom used to feed me all the time, but it was just like now I'm like eating that way yeah, more. Yeah, you down. De- getting three burritos after school, going yeah. to get teriyaki bowls. Like, cause, and another thing too, my mom and my grandma would give me allowance every single day. They'd give me like 20 bucks each every day. 
So, like, I would have money in my pocket, like, all the time. So, after school, like, I used to save it. I used to save all the money. Yeah. I never used to spend it. Only time I'll probably get, like, some chips during school yeah. that we had to buy. But at that time, I was just like, no, nah, I'm going to just save it. So, then yeah. after the drum shit, I just start eating more. And then that's when I start gaining weight. I'm trying to remember after that. Because I, like, I really don't be remembering a lot of shit. Yeah. But, like, so after that process, I think... Yeah, they put me. That's when they put me back in the good classes again. I was in the good classes for a amount of time. They tried to make like see if I can do good with the grades. Um, wasn't still doing good with grades. End up had to do PE like hella times. I had to do summer school PE. Yo, <laughs> you know what the I, fuck? how you like, gonna fuck that up though? Like, so, like all I had to do was get dressed. Like I wouldn't bring my shorts one day and just like not care. Like. Yeah. And just like not get dressed. Yeah. And be there full fit. But I still have to sit there and do the shit. <laughs> but they fail you if you don't get dressed. Yeah. So I was getting failed. And that was, I think that was one of the reasons why I was just like, yo, this shit boof. Like I'm really getting failed. Then I tried to switch it up and start wearing my PE clothes and that didn't help. And while I was in these classes, I was still doing bad. Um, not bad in a sense of like being disrespectful, but just like not showing up to class, mm-hmm. not like being on time, not doing homework. When I get home, I was just chilling, eating, <laughs> doing that type of shit. And that just kind of like started in a way where I basically didn't end up graduating from middle school and just like, I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Like, damn, I didn't graduate from middle school. Like I seen all the homies graduate. That shit was like, damn. I don't, I, cause I graduated since fucking I came out the womb. So when yeah. I didn't graduate there, I was like, man, I was ready, like you know. And then there, I was like, all right, I'm not at the point where I like I gotta fix my shit up. I was just like, yo, this shit is whack. So my mom at the time, once I didn't graduate, she asked me. She asked like, what high schools do you want to go to? It's like I don't know. I don't even really want to go to high school. <laughs> she was like, nah, we gonna figure this out. We are gonna get you into high school. I'm like, all right, cool. So. At the time, this one, I was at Perry, so I was going to go to Gardena, but I wasn't living in Gardena, so I couldn't go there. The only reason I was at Perry is because my mom put me, we, they had like this homeless list or something. Like if we were homeless, you can go to the school. So yeah. it was like a list like that. So that's how I got into Perry. We didn't live over there. Got it. We still lived on a, we were on 91st and Normandy at this time still. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's when I was going there. And then at the time, actually my uncle lived there, so we was using his address as well if they needed to send stuff. Mm-hmm. So... After that, didn't graduate. After I didn't graduate, she asked me what schools I wanted to go to. It was a list of like four schools. It was uni, it was Hamilton, and I think it was, I think it was uni and Hamilton. That's it. And my mom, my mom went to Hamilton, and my pops went to Hamilton. Um, so I was just like, I'll just go to Hamilton. Mm. Hamilton was a waiting list as well, but she got me in there somehow. I don't know how. We didn't live over there. We didn't know nobody over there. Like, it was literally like so your you. your mom was just politicking and plotting through the, the whole educational system. Exactly. So, it was just kind of like one of those things. Like, all right, cool. I'm at Hamilton now. Now this is ninth grade. Ninth grade in Hamilton. After I didn't graduate. Like, I'm trying to see the gap between when I didn't graduate into high school. Um, oh, I know what I was doing. I was drumming, trying to drum and trying to join these squads, but I was like, whatever. Like, yeah. it wasn't really like yeah, a the thing. Drums anymore. in one hand, the burrito on the, on the exactly. other. Exactly. It was just kind of like, sure. all right, whatever. It was that, and then a mixture of 
trying to play football again. So I would have this trainer and I would go practice with. Yeah. Okay. And that was that. And it was just like, whatever. Yeah. I still wasn't giving it my all. Yeah. You know, it was cool. I was doing it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like, oh, yeah, that's what I want to do. And I just, you but know I what I mean? like in high school, like, I mean, no. naturally you come from all of this, like. Right. Uh, now, this is before high school, though. This is. This is right. This school. is yeah. Going yeah, into high school, yeah. even in those ages, it's like rarely is somebody at that age going to be like, "All right, I'm in football. I'm giving it my own." Right. <laughs> we got the strength coach. We got the conditioning. Coach, right. We got we got right. This, we got Unless you're like coming up like yeah from right from like yeah. wait when you're a I kid. just want to say something. Hope this story isn't boring, you guys. I know it's probably not, but hell no, it's, it's not. not. Okay. No, no, hell no, it's not. Okay. What's I feel like I be boring sometimes. Hell no. <laughs> I just feel like I'm giving it a runaround. Not no, a runaround, here, here, but it's like... Here's my thing, man. It's like, not structured, in my opinion. It doesn't need to it be structured. It don't need to be structured, Look, right? this is the like, beauty of it. As long as I'm getting yeah. it out and you understand it, right? Hell no, yeah. Here's the, here's the thing. I mean... <laughs> he said, hell yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Honestly, like, listening to, to what, what you've done as a kid so far versus, uh-huh. like, my childhood or my friend's childhood... Right. I, I'm just thinking, man, straight up, man, it just sounds tough to be you, man, growing up. Right. It For definitely like, was. Like you living with yourself, bro. Right. Because you're missing out on so much fun and like things that are so great about childhood where people look back and like the things you experience as a kid. And we all knew kids like you. Right. You know, we, all of us. Right. And... Part of me, you know, when you're like a good kid, sometimes you envy those bad kids because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, they're kind of like, but you're not really going to be a bad kid. Right. And then you come across and I'm listening to your story. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's really what it's like to be a bad kid. That must be fucking tough to be you. Right. Even though not caring, like it feels fucking good to care. Right. So, you know, going back to it, it's, it's not boring what you're saying. And it's, right. it's not even a run around what you're saying. Right. It's more insight to like, yo, that's what it's like to be a, a bad kid. Not like someone who's gangbanging or right. fighting, right? But just like a behavior bad kid who doesn't give a shit, right? And doesn't have friends mm-hmm. and f- that childhood, right? It's right. wild yeah, to that, hear that, that man. Not to get like crazy deep, but like I'm just get let, deep. Yeah. I want to cry. <laughs> no, just letting you. <laughs> No, and, but, and that's what's fascinating hey, to me right, about it. You know what's wild is that's childhood, but then also when you're going back into the home, your home was just cultivating and so nurturing. Cozy. Yeah. So cozy. So cozy. The dichotomy of that. Yeah, yeah. It was cultivating and nurturing right. this like it's okay attitude. Right. Because it's like you're going to be okay. Right. But like you see the perpetuation of that and right. also just like the baseline. Right. Okay, we're still human beings. You're not lashing out to right. attention like see me. Right. You're lashing out because it, it, it's different and then you come home. Right. It, it, and like, he's getting attention. Yeah, because right. for me, it, right. it, 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 it's, right. actually, it's actually unique to see as the kid, like Very. when you were put in these classes, mm-hmm. it was in a much smaller room. It was a little more comfortable because like, they were there. They were there. Right. Right. Step by step. Right. Because like when you come up to the crib, like, right, it's just mom like and that. Oh my, grandma right. there, and right. like, what you need, like you right. Good. Okay, cool. Do you in your world? Because you're not even that really a sense. bad kid. Like, because like through all this, it sounds like you still he's cussing people out along his way to just like grow up. You know what I mean? But then he has like these moments of like. What I think you were talking about, where right. people saw something in you, exactly. They're like, all right, you're probably a good kid at the core, but you're you're, you're lashing out because there's right. something much deeper, probably much going deeper. on. Yeah. Right, facts, and that's how I feel. So I feel like I definitely wasn't 
a bad kid, like you were saying, but I definitely, like, behavior was definitely bad. Yeah. yeah. The behavior was definitely, like, just unnecessary. Yeah. But, but you were like that in the home. So, right. like, you picked and choose. Exactly. Yeah. And going back to the point where I was just like, all right, cool. I'm not doing so good. Got to high school. Once I got to high school, I was like, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, but I I met this kid, not even a kid. He was he was a kid, but he was just in the twelfth grade when I was in the ninth. His name was Adrian J. He was a photographer just around. He was he's still dope to this day, but he was just like that guy. Like everybody shot with him. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Yo, this shit's sick. I like what he's doing. And he used to let me use his camera. This was ninth grade till about I think tenth eleventh grade. Yeah. Right. He used to let me use his camera just all around school, and. He was just like, you just use it whenever, like whenever you need it. I'm like, all right, cool. So I end up using it. 10th grade came around. That's when I got into film class, film. And I didn't really like, I if I can get into like a dark room now, I probably would know what to do, but I just probably won't just because when I was in this class, it was like I did it, but it was, yeah. Like, ah. yeah. you know what I mean? So at that point, I was just like, okay, I'm just learning. And I'm gonna just learn it. How's your behavior right now in high school? It's still it's still the same, but it's not as crazy as before. It was still like because you're also in like a young adolescent world. It's not like exactly. It was still bad because I was still like punching out walls and shit, like getting sent to the dean. This was just ninth grade though. Ninth and like first semester of tenth grade, I was still like being disrespectful, but not to an extent. You kind of probably knew you had to be a little more tempered in that environment. Yeah, like, for sure. Were, like for sure. Ninth grade, and you got like other yeah adults. Exactly, exactly. So it was kind of, like, and then even actually when my bad when I got to high school, I went straight to special ed again. Okay. So I was in special ed in those classes again until by like eleventh grade. Mm-hmm. Then that's when I got out of that joint. Twelfth grade, I was in. Film class, I had workshop, I had band. I just had all fucking player classes. Yeah. 12th grade semester. So from 9th to 11th, that's when I was in those classes. But you had a camera. I didn't have my camera. I was using the homies, yeah. camera, got it. I was using his camera. Were you kind of building up an affection to it? Like, was it? I don't know, because I was still drumming. I was still, like, um, had still, like, rapping and shit, too. Yeah. Like, not seriously rapping, but I was rapping with the homies. We had a group called Savvy Inc., so it was just kind of like. I was rapping. I was just doing. I was still doing a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. And then I was about to start playing football. I I, I tried out. I didn't really like it. I was about to play diamond. What is the the, the position I was gonna play? Um, DN. I think it was a lineman DN or some shit like that. Yeah. I was like, I didn't really like. I'm cool on it. Yeah. Because this was still after high school. I mean, after the middle school process, and I was just like, I was still figuring out what. Was I trying to do as far as like, is it going to be drumming? Is it going to be sports? So I still kept trying out. Got it. I was like, ah, it ain't really, it ain't really yeah. working for me. I don't really like like this. So that's when I was like, you know, what? let me just start taking this photo shit serious. Mm. And I started using, I was like, yo, bro, let me just use your camera just like all the time. He's like, all right, cool. He ended up buying his own. Just and He didn't let me have it, but he was just like, you can use it because I have a new one now. So at this time, I'm using it, I'm using it, I'm using it, I'm using it. 10th grade coming around. That's when I'm like, I tell my grandma, like, I'm taking photos now. She's like, oh, that's what you're doing now? Because she done seen me do so much shit. Yeah. She's yeah. like, oh, so it's photos now. <laughs> I say, yeah. Yeah, that's, Oma. Yeah, it's photos. <laughs> so she was like, okay, cool. I think it was 10th grade when I got my camera. I think it was 10th grade when I got my camera. Yeah. So ninth grade, that process was cool. I was in those classes. 
I had a hell of friends then. I still got to I st- I don't I don't hang out with none of these people from Hamilton. Probably like two out of everybody I knew yeah. at Hamilton. But um, I did have friends there, which was cool. So like I damn near knew the whole school. Everybody knew me because I was like the goofy kid. I was the tallest kid there. I was the chunkiest kid there. At this time, I was like, I think I was like three eighty in ninth grade. <sighs> Maybe 380 like, pounds? Yeah, maybe even Fuck. more. Yeah, yeah. So this is a big dude. This is a big... I'm going to show y'all a picture. Can you pass it? Never mind. Pass it my phone. I'm going to show you what this shit look like. He was like, yeah, I just started eating more and all that, and then whop around at, at a nice hefty 380. Bro, he had the burritos, and he was chilling inside <laughs> yeah. the teriyaki bowl. Oh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to show, show y'all like, how your boy used to And look. ladies and gentlemen... George Jeff is a very skinny man. Very slender right it's now. It's crazy. Hold on. Very I got to go to my archives because yeah, I took him off. 380. <laughs> Look, yeah, I was I was a hefty, and this was ninth grade, so this is how I used to you look. look fantastic now, my Thank friend. you. I appreciate it. Shout out to Jamal League and Training, JLT, you know what I mean? He got me right. This was me at Hamilton. That's me. Wow. Yeah, that's me right there. And that's, that's ninth grade. And I was like, I was in a jerking crew called uh, the Rangers. I wasn't really in the crew, but they were like fucking with me because I was a cool kid. Yeah. And I used to help them shoot the videos and shit. And I used to edit all the shit. So that was my weight then. That's I, I can't even see it. I can't even see it. So, but, but, but look, though, throughout, throughout middle school, I, w- I wasn't this big, but I was a big kid. Got like, it. I was a chunky kid. After elementary and yeah, after elementary, that's when I was like a little husky kid. Got it. But I wasn't like this big until I got. Yeah, to I high was school. husky as a motherfucker. Yeah, but yeah. Like, but until I got here, that's when I started getting thicker. Like uh-huh. I just started getting bigger, uh-huh. bigger, bigger, bigger. Um, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, dude. yeah. I can't so, even picture. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and I was a lot shorter too. <laughs> this I was probably and that I was probably like six feet, maybe. No, not even six feet because I was probably like five. I don't know, five nine. But I wasn't as tall as I am today. Word. But in that in that era, I was just more so. I was more so focused on just getting to know everybody at the school, mm-hmm. and just like you know, meeting meeting people and like Absolutely. walking around the school. That's when I started selling hot Cheetos. That's when I started selling gummy worms, and I was just like hustling and shit, <laughs> just like selling sandwiches. Like I would sell these three stack sandwiches. I would have a competition with the Hispanic homie because he would come. <laughs> literally, for, he had a he had a the, the lunch pail with the sandwiches with the chips and the juice for like five bucks. Oh wow, like, y'all were just on yeah, 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 yeah. like yes. elevating lunch. Exactly. And, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, this guy's killing it. But his mom would make it for him. So she would toast the bread. It would be like a like oh, a like wow. a it would be a thing. And it come with a little hot Cheeto bag and a Capri Sun, he would sell it for five. I'm like, yo, I gotta I gotta do something with this. So what I started doing was I started taking pictures. That's when I started taking pictures and I used to charge niggas for the pictures. Mm. I was like, I'm gonna just start taking pictures of other football players, other basketball players, other cheerleaders, other dancers, and just do that and charge them five bucks. That worked, and then from there it was just like, okay, I can make some money here, and I can make some money selling hot Cheetos. So this one, hot Cheetos was just popping in high school. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't sell the little bags that he was selling. I would go and just buy the bigger bags from Costco's. Me and my grandma used to go to Costco, so I used to just get the Costco bags and sell those. I think it was like two bucks, the two buck bag, or I think the one twenty nine bag, but I was selling it for two dollars. Yeah, and I would just do those, and those would go hotter than his. Five dollars, because sometimes people wouldn't want the sandwich. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I yeah. just had a hot Cheetos or the gummy worms. I used to have the gummy worms in a Ziploc bag, bro, with the Kool Aid. <laughs> Killer. Killer. The, gu- the gummy worms. I used to go get the gummy worms from um, from not Smart and Final. 
what's the other one? It's a Smart and Final. It's Costco's. And it's like another store like that. I forgot the name Not of it. Not like a Ralph's or a Vons or anything. It wasn't like that, but they, they sold the in both. neighborhood John's? It might be John's or Vons. I don't know. One of them. Word. But I used to go there and get the gummy bears, and then I used to get the Kool-Aid and just dip them in there and put them in the freezer. So the day after, they'd just be cold, hard, and like fresh. Wow. So I would do those. I would do those with the chips. I would do the chips for two, and I would do the little small Ziploc bag for like, I mean, I think it was like a dollar or some shit. So I would do those, and those would go. Yeah. yeah I love those. So that process, I was hustling doing the photos and doing the little snacks and shit. Um, the video you guys just seen, that's when I started doing the jerking shit. That's when I started was hanging around the Rangers and like just dancing with them and going to these different events. Then I linked up with these guys named Savvy Inc. And that's when I started rapping. I started rapping. I started producing shit with them. I started mm-hmm. making beats. We started fucking just going to parties, rapping, doing DJ sets and doing little random shit. So you were just like blossoming. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah I was just a blossoming. totally different person. Yeah. yeah, I was just doing that, and then that was the jerking era. So we were cracking during the jerking era. We had this one song called Four Fingers Up." This is crazy to like talk like this. Like it's like thirty years now, <laughs> but it's just like so. At that, it was just we were just rapping. We did shows. We did music videos. I'll show you how the music video after. Um, and I was just at a point where I was like, I was just really just having fun, even though I was still bad and I was in these classes. But I was just having like. A lot of fun then. Word. And I had my camera with me everywhere I went. Awesome. So not not my camera, his camera. The yeah. Nikon. He had a Nikon or something. It was like a good ass Nikon then. That's funny. I fuck with Nikon, but I didn't I started on a Nikon, but I don't really like have a like thought of like getting one now. That's the funny part. And then yeah. when they asked me like, what you think? Nikon or Canon? I don't know, but I started on that Nikon. But so ninth grade, I was doing that. Rapping, selling candy. And taking pictures. Doing the rapping shit, I slowed down taking pictures. I was just more so focused on rapping and making beats and shit. I, my grandma got me a little uh, MIDI keyboard, set up the little studio in the house. I had the mic. Yeah. I was making all my own shit. I was recording all my own shit. Um, the homies would come over, we would make beats, or I'd go to their house, we would make beats, and just start, you know, doing our shit. So this was me coming out of ninth grade, I believe. Yeah, ninth grade going into 10th grade. 10th grade came around. And that's when the actual group formed Savvy Inc., we were always together. We was like, we should come over with a group. Savine, tenth grade came around. That's when we started doing like more shows and shit. Like we would do the pep rallies. We would be at um, doing like talent shows. Just doing like all the shit inside school. But we didn't go to the same school. They lived in Compton and I was in West LA. So like we would meet up in between and go to like shows in Gardena. We'd have schools and like. Paramount, we'll mm-hmm. have schools in like Lakewood that we'll go to and just do like pep rallies for this one song that we had. Um, so from there, I was just like, okay, cool, this is cool, it's fun, whatever. But I still like this photo shit, this shit cracking. Mm. I like editing, I like just seeing people smile and shit. I'm like, oh, this shit tight because rapping, I was nobody was really smiling all the time. Yeah, I was like I fuck with the smiles, like I like sound of that yeah you know what i mean rather than like yelling and shit yeah <laughs> so i was just like this photo shit is dope let me start taking photos of the group like let me start taking the photos of us yeah so i started doing that once i started doing that we started getting cracking so i basically like built the brand for the, for us and shit not even knowing it but i was yeah. just taking pictures of us we were hire photographers adrian was actually one of our photographers as well um the group leader or member that started it with me uh adam his brother was fastest studios no not his brother his his uncle or his cousin was this studio company called fastest studio so they shot our videos for us and we were gucci 
So that was ninth grade, ninth, tenth grade. Once I got to second grade, no, second grade, second semester of tenth grade, I was in, um, still in these classes. What was I doing? I think I was just still like doing all this rapping shit, doing all the photo shit. Then it expanded to me getting my own camera. Mm. That's like, I think, ending of second semester, 10th grade. My grandma was like, are you taking this serious? I'm like, yeah, it's cool. She's like, you want a camera? I'm like, yeah. So I was just like, on Google, it's like, what's the best camera I can get? What kind of lens do I need? Where can I get it at? How much it is? So I did all my research, wrote it all down, sent her like a nice little letter. She's like, yeah, I'll get it for you. Went to the Army base, got it. Um, and I just had my T2I. I had a Canon T2I Rebel. Um, Rebel Canon T2I, yeah. And I was shooting with that from the end of the second semester of 10th grade to, to I think, senior? Yeah. till I was a senior. Yeah, I had that joint. Um, where else? I had that. And then after that, I was in um, a phase where I was like, I want to start shooting rappers and shit. Let me start sneaking in these clubs. So I'm like 15, 16, sneaking in the key club, sneaking into like just random ass events, taking photos of these artists. And like at the time I was working with, my first artist I started working with was, um, who was the first, the first, first artist I was around was YG. And this was 2007. When I was around him, 2008 is when I started like shooting, 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 shooting. And then 2010, when I was like, I was just shooting for him. And that's who I was like with for a very period. It was him and his rapper homie, or his best friend, PC. They formed uh, Pushes Inc. together. So I was shooting all their, like, not even music videos, but just like day-to-day shit. Yeah. I was doing like all the day-to-day shit. Um, just like little cool shit like that. Then I started fucking with Problem. And then once I snuck into the Key Club, that's when I met Problem. Uh, it's funny I met Problem. What? I met Problem fucking, I didn't meet him, but we ran into him at a show. My, me and my mom and my grandma, my grandma used to get comps to uh, the state line. They used to get comp for like any show, any concert they had. And it was a concert that Snoop Dogg put on. Yeah. And Problem was staying in our, in our same hotel and his room was next door to us. Mom was like, yo, that's the dude that just got off the stage. So we went in there, we was talking to him. And then after that, I ran into him again at the time when I was shooting, which was 10th, 11th grade. He He's like, yo, like, you know what I mean? You no, I was like, yo, you remember me? He was like, no, I don't remember you. So I told him the story. He asked me what I was doing, broke down the story, like what I'm doing. He was like, yo, I want you to sh- film some shit for me. Mm. Start filming shit for him. Stopped filming. Snuck into his cl- uh, show he had at the Key Club. It was the, I think it was the Mollywood 2 show or Mollywood 3 show. And from there, it was just like on and cracking. Like, I was around him all the time. So, he was around everybody. So, I just started networking, networking. And he was like around Snoop. He was around Wiz. He was around I Am Sue. Like, all these guys that's just doing shit now. Yeah. He was around. So, I was networking and like, you know, shooting shit. And they would see did, the work. Did, did your mentality pivot? Because like, now you have the camera. Now you like, you now you also, not only are you like, Building your entrepreneurial bug, you're more entrenched in the community. Mm-hmm. You found a love for the camera right now, right? So now your camera hustle has taken you into like the culture. The culture, yeah. Right? It's it's. I've literally, we've literally seen this discussion of like kid that truly feels he's alone mm-hmm. to starting to blossom to a little more comfort to testing out every single water uh-huh. to really like taking steps into like doing the Cheetos, doing the gummy bears right. to 
doing the the, the right. crumping, right? Picking up the camera, keeping it around, right? Right. Then now you're using that like love of the camera and having the camera right. into like jumping into the culture, right? Right. A lot of kids had cameras, but they're not over there sneaking in the key club, exactly. Right. So you're finding now you're finding your kind of own here, right? Is that was there a shift like in your mentality because you also weren't taking a lot of shit like things too seriously. Right, right, right. exactly. So now you're like in in a in these like scenarios uh-huh. where it's not only the culture, but you have an intimate relationship and also your craft is being like looked upon as necessary and needed. Right. So you're adding value and you're also in a position that nobody uh, at your age is, in. is really in. Right. So did it, like, did it, was it starting to make sense? Did it mean more? Mm. Or were you still like spitting at the tour manager fucking like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's just be real. There had to come a point where it was just like, yo, like, fuck the tour manager. Because you have right? one of the most unique <laughs> right. trajectories right. up. Yeah. Right. Um, no, because at that time I wasn't on tour yet. So I can, when we get to that part, it, my mentality definitely changed, but it was still the same here. Okay. I was still like, because I wasn't on tour or nothing at yeah. this point. I was still like in school, but I was still talking back to teachers. I Fuck wasn't teachers. I'm talking about your craft now. No, because after, like, after, but I'm still in, in school. So you're yeah. saying like, am I still doing this? But like, were you starting to see a love for this? Nah, not really. Okay. I was just doing it. Was it. it was just like, it was just okay. hustle. Yeah. D- despite like who you were around and starting seeing. Nah, know, it was just still, like, I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm still, okay. it's just, I'm cool. just in it. Work. I'm just in the moment. Respect. And it's like, it's going uh, down. Respect. I did have. A thought of like, okay, I'm doing something dope right now. Um, maybe I can, maybe I can take it somewhere. So at the time, like I said, I was in these photos classes or these film classes. So I was doing film, but I was still taking photo on digital. Like I, I never learned how to use film until I got into this class. I realized that my camera could record. Mm. I didn't know it could record, bro. Like I was just taking photos. Oh, so this whole time you've had you got this new camera. Yeah, I got this new camera. I didn't read the didn't manual. Know, didn't know about the. The video component. Exactly. Until maybe like 11th grade or something. Maybe like, yeah, 11th grade when I figured out like this camera could actually record video. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this is dope. Mm. It can record video. So then I start really just shooting all the homies in the hood, like shooting day-to-day videos for them, shooting little rap videos, shooting like the jerking uh, videos. I would go to all the jerking events and just shoot those videos, edit them up. Were you posting the stuff up anywhere? Yep. I was charging to post them on Facebook. I would post them on YouTube (laughs) and just do it. Shit like that. All that, the whole exactly. And I still got all this content to this day. Like I got hard drives and hard drives, all this shit. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. So from that point, uh, I realized they could record. I started recording. I started doing more uh, content with Problem, more content with YG, more content with Ty Dolla Sign. Like I was doing, I was pretty much doing hella content with all the West Coast artists. Pretty much, not the TDEs. I I I worked with um, Schoolboy before, but not like directly with. Kendrick are directly with um, Abso. I know them, but the, the the artists I was working with, like consistently, was the Ty Dolla Signs, was the YGs, was the DJ Mustards, was the Joe Moses, was the um, Young L's, was the I Am Sues, was the Problems. Is still all these names, um, the Dizzy Wrights, the um, who else? The list goes on from the West Coast. But I was doing all this content. And at the time, I was getting paid for all this shit. Like, 
Because I, I was like, yo, I need to be getting paid for You're still I'm in doing. high school at this point. I'm still, still in high school, bro. I'm not even in 12th grade yet. I'm That's great. When you start getting money in high school and yeah. start getting paid and working, it's, exactly. it's a great feeling. Exactly. And like like he was saying before, like I had the Hot Cheeto game going crazy. Then I had the gummy worm. So it was like still money coming in because I'm still doing it. I didn't stop until I think the first semester of 12th grade and selling like chips and shit mm. and the candy. I was still stacking up from that. I still yeah. got bread from that today. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because I just took that. Um so at that point I was just kind of like all right cool I got to I got to just turn up on this video shit you know what I mean then I started shooting like little stories on the kids at my school like a guy named Bahati he was doing fashion so I would shoot like little fashion piece on him then this chick <laughs> this chick that tried to do music this dude named Jayhawk I was doing a piece on him the Rangers how they started the jerk and shit and did you start to be known among the the community as like the go-to guy yeah so you started becoming yeah yeah, it was pretty much that. Like, I started becoming that. Um, people like, yo, yo, we need him. He's dope. You know what I mean? And he's fast. Like, I edit. I can still do I still do it to this day. And I even could. I can. I will. I am. I'm doing it now. Like, my edits, I can. Like, I'll shoot this whole episode and have it edited tonight. Like, that was my thing. Like, I'm, Got it. I'm like, like that. And at that point, that's what it was. That's what people was like, yo, he, he just shot this and it's done now. And that's what made it like, yo, he's the go-to guy because I was so efficient. And then I was just like... Do you think you were so efficient because you were getting that feedback and you were also yeah. getting paid? Like, Hell it was yeah. like a reward Hell for yeah. your work as Hell opposed yeah. to like... Just doing it. Yeah. Right. Which, even if I was just doing it, it was still like... Because I remember times I wasn't getting paid. You know what I mean? But you I was just passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, I was just like, this shit's dope. And I can edit it this fast? Like, He's got something to finally like care for. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it was. Like I started caring for it. Even though I did care for the drumming, but this was like a whole different care. I don't know. It was just like, I feel like, yeah, that's definitely what it was. I was definitely caring more about the craft and like trying to learn more about the craft and like get better with it and, and start when, shooting more videos. And, and when you do get the positive feedback, when you actually care about something, cause yeah. you, there's a level of vulnerability, right? Because yeah. right. now it becomes personal. Right. Now you're putting yourself into something. It's, it's, so when you do get feedback, if it's positive, you know, that, that helps your esteem. Absolutely. Right. Helps your confidence. It helps you want to keep going. It's super motivating. Straight up. Right. Facts. And I feel like it's motivating for, for somebody that was in the same position I was in. Yeah. And the position I'm in, like, right now, like, damn, knowing that, that's what it took to get here. Like, that's motivation. Like, that's that's like, damn, I was doing all of this, and now I'm here, and I don't be tripping at all. Like, I don't be talking back. I don't be spitting. I don't be punching. Like, I don't even have a thought of doing that. It's yeah. like, it's motivating to be like, oh, damn, like, that's crazy. I was really doing that. But now to see, like, I'm really doing what I am was doing then, like, the photography and the video shit, but on a whole nother scale. Like, now it's dope to see it like that. Mm. Absolutely. Like, it's so, like, motivating to me, like, to get up every day and just do the shit. Like, One trillion percent. Close my eyes and shoot Odell Beckham. No, no bluff. Like, no. Yeah. Like, no, none of that extra shit. But just, like, to do that, like, it's fun. Absolutely. It's still fun to let's, this day. I, I want to talk about that blossoming. Yeah. Right? Like, that, like. Let's get there. Let's we still got to go to 12th grade, though. We didn't end off 12th grade. I mean, look, if you want if you want to end off 12th grade, let's go end yeah, off yeah. 12th so grade. Yeah, yeah. So 11th grade, I'm still doing this. I'm still doing the video content. I'm still doing photos. 12th grade coming around. Still in these classes. They put me back in regular classes. Put me back in other classes. Um, end up graduating. Well, I think I graduated with a 3.1 or something on honors. Yeah. I did. Clap it up. Um, George Jefferson did walk across the stage, and I did do my... 
my little dance. That's crazy though, like how one thing can make you the entire. It, right. It's not just you're not just good at one thing. It really affects your entire universe. Yeah. Right. Right. It definitely. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Yeah. It's, it's ahead. wild. Wild. No. Yeah. It's just um. You you can you can say that in any other in so many points of life. It's like if you're depressed in one area or you're right. not doing well in this area. It's, right. It, ultimately affects your whole fucking existence right but then you tap into one thing and you're like okay this is what i'm going for and that becomes right. positive your right entire world can be affected affected right you know and then being in the right environment and i feel like me being in an environment of like seeing people like problem and not even problem but yg at this young age doing shows and like getting money and like you know what i mean mustard getting money and this and was like, like before all that before before tooted and booted bro. yeah this was like when this was probably around when like him ty they mustard, didn't even really know were, each other <laughs> they didn't even know each other mustard didn't know yg yg didn't know mustard ty didn't know yg got it you know what i mean this is before all that so at this point it was just like they getting money. They doing dope shit. Why can't I? You know what I mean? I'm not rapping, but I like I'm doing photos. I'm doing video. Let me just do all the shit for them, and we can all win together. So that was pretty much how it was. And also your timing, because yeah, like timing, this, this is like the timing. This is right Shout out when, to the timing. Yeah, because this is an area where the West, the seed of the West, is like being planted. Right. Right, and it's beginning to to kind right. of like. It's not even beginning a bubble. It's just beginning to sprout yeah, at this yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, but like, th- and this is also right before the wave of like how important content is. Right. Very right. True. So it's right. like you, you not only have this like right. creative blossom, but like yeah. you're kind of sliding into a content creation position. Correct. Like formulating wise. Correct. And you're getting your chops up before like, the real need in the marketplace mm-hmm. is super substantial. Mm-hmm. So you're incrementally kind of moving towards mm-hmm. this path of being known as the go-to when it comes to photography, right. when it comes to videography. Right. And it's gonna it's it's at a point where it's blossoming in tow, if you will. I feel so you like graduated. Were there graduate. any thoughts of college or any of that for you? Um or it you, was were you just done with I, I I didn't think like, oh yeah, I'm about to I'm about to fucking submit an application and do all this shit. But I was like, yeah, I want to go to Art Institute. I want to go to film school and do all mm-hmm. that shit. Didn't do it. I was just like, whatever. I'm a Google graduate. I'm going to just Google it up and YouTube the game up. Mm. So that's what I did. I just like, now I got my own camera now. No video. Not know it, but like I know yeah. how to edit. I, niggas fuck with the shit. People yeah. fuck with it. I'm cracking with it. So I'm going to learn more about it. So I started learning more about it via YouTube, via fucking just being online in general. Like <coughs> having a laptop, just searching, just searching Absolutely. and learning everything I could possibly learn about it. So you were hungry for it. Yeah, pretty much. I'm still hungry for this shit. This shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, definitely was and still hungry for it. So I was just like, yeah, let me just learn everything I possibly can now. So I started doing that. I still was like, oh, man, maybe I'll go to Art Institute. I was so close to, like, about to, like, do the whole shit. I was like, yeah, I don't want to do it. Yeah. It's cool. And then after that, I was just like, yeah, I'm about to just turn up with this shit. Like, I'm going to just go all the way up. I'm going to start meeting everybody I possibly can. I'm going to start doing dopest shit that anybody can't really do or not even doing right now. Um, Start getting around the right people. Had a mentor at the time. Shout out to Big Will, man. 
William the Mogul, that's my OG, man. Big um, Will. Big, big Will. Big Will, Big Will, the big three. At the time, this was after high school. Me, you can have that. Me and moms, uh, we were about to get our new spot. And it was, I think it took like maybe like six or seven months to get it. So I ended up moving to Vegas. And this was right after. During that time? No, right after high school. Like oh, once okay. I graduated, like 2012 till about 2014. Oh, wow. No, 2014, 2012 to like, yeah, the end of 2013. So mm. I was I was in Vegas for like six six months or maybe like seven months. Oh, during that little transition. Yeah, through that little transition because we was waiting on to get our new crib. So why Vegas? I don't know. I, why did I go to Vegas? Because I didn't. I'm trying to figure out why I went to Vegas. Did, oh, because did you it, go by no. yourself or with your mom? No, I went by myself. But oh. I was working with this artist named Dizzy Wright. Yeah, which is still Dizzy. That's my boy. So, like, I shot a video when me and my mom, because my aunt lives in Vegas. I didn't move with her though. I ended up moving with Dizzy. Wow. <laughs> um, so, like, before I even moved to Vegas, I had shot a video for him. Like, mom, I said, me, my grandma, and my mom used to go to Vegas all the time because my aunt moved there. So we would go there, and I heard of this artist, Dizzy D. Flashy. That was his name at the time. Yeah, he's from Vegas. He's from Vegas, yeah. yeah. So it was Dizzy D. Flashy at the time. And I'm like, yo, this kid is dope. Let me shoot some visuals for him. So I tapped in with him. We worked. Then after high school, I was just like, yo, like, I'm going to just go fuck with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> so after high school, I was just with him. I lived with him. And that's when I met my mentor, Big Will. Big Will was there. This guy named Jason Miguel was there. And this guy named Matty J was there. So, like, they were kind of, not even all mentors, but they were just all, like, a good support. Just for, like, for me, for Dizzy, for themselves, for Matty J. They had this clothing brand called the Likeable Assholes. So, like, they were doing marketing there. They were doing branding there. They were doing, like, con- visual content. Like, just doing a whole bunch of just creative shit for the digital world. This is early, though. This is, like, like I said, 2012 to, like, 2013. Like, yeah. GZ era, for sure. GZ Mac. That was my name. I had GZ. I had Big GZ, and I had GZG. I think this was a GZG era. Got it. Um, so, yeah, that's when I met them. I was living with Dizzy. Dizzy got signed at the time. We ended up moving back to L.A. like earlier because he got signed to Funk Volume. Moved here, came back, and that's when I just came back with my mom's. And then she had got the crib by then, stayed there. And then that's when we were on, what street was on? 110th in Vermont or 107th? Yeah, I think 107th. I forgot to tell y'all. Because after 91st Street, we moved to 100 and, yeah, 107th. Then she got tired of driving me to school every morning in high school. My bad. I wanted to tell you. I wanted to add this in there. So at that time, she got tired of driving high school. I mean, to school every morning, which was high school. She was just like, yo, yeah, we're going to move over there. So we ended up moving over there. So after high school, that's when, yeah, that's when we were moving back to the hood, basically, because we moved away. We ended up moving to like a good neighborhood just for me to go to school. And then we went back to the hood. Like literally, it was like so good over there. And then we moved back. Like, I was on 107th, and then we moved to Sherborne and Cashio off of Pico and La Cienega. Yeah. I was right there, bro. So, yeah. that was from... Right down the street from school. 10th, 11th, 12th grade. And then after that, that's when she was like, yeah, we got to go. I can't do it. And we were standing in the one bedroom. Got so, it. like, she was sleeping in the living room, and she gave me her room. So, like, wow. I had a... Like, the room was big. I had a big-ass bed in there, big-ass flat, flat screen TV. That's where I had the studio set up. Is your grandma with you, too? No, my grandma, she's still living on the east side at my oh. great-grandma's house. Oh, God. Gotcha. Because my, my great-grandma passed away in 2005. Uh, so, she was still, she still, she's still staying there to this day. Like, we, I'm trying to get that. 
I'm trying to get that house, flip it, and do some other shit, but that's a whole another conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, it, it is pretty common for people to just to move throughout the high school years just to get right. the education and then right. move back. Exactly. So yeah. that's what I did. I moved back to 100 and not even back to 107th, 110th, which is right up the block. Mm. Same neighborhood, different hood, um, like different like gangbanging hood as far as like 107. I think it was more so, was it Hoover still? I don't know. But once I got to 110th, it was like the Salo, so it was Hispanics. So it was just like crazy. Block would be shut down every night. Couldn't go home. This was like after coming from Vegas. So like while I'm in Vegas, I'm cozy. I'm living in a loft, like busy. I got like a loft. They, they had like not a loft, but like a, just a fat ass house out there. You know how Vegas yeah. has those houses. Yeah. It's like so we were there. And the, and the like the rooms was big. The room. Yeah, yeah, it was so cheap out there. Yeah, too. I mean, but I didn't have to pay for nothing at the time. Oh yeah. So like but this the property. Is right. Like, yeah, the yeah. property was big. Yeah. Like literally big as fuck. We had yeah. they had the whole top floor full of like it was like a it was like an office space. So they had like desktop set up and shit like that. They had the room where they folded all the clothes that they were sending out, packaging all the clothes. Dizzy will record his albums there. Yeah. We were downstairs it would be like the the conference room. Then the kitchen we would make that into the video room. So we had like the uh fucking the projector on the wall so we would do our presentations there. So it was kinda like a workhouse pretty much. That's mm-hmm. great. We'll set up meetings there. That's where everybody would come. Um so yeah that then I moved back to back to LA. And I'm moving 110 to Vermont. 110 to Vermont. I was like, oh shit, shit crazy. Yeah. I'm still not outside though. She not letting me go outside at all. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't want to go outside over here. Yeah. At all. I'm cool. Like if I go outside, I'm done. I'm never and coming you're what, back like in. 19 at this nah, time. Nah, I'm maybe like 18, 17, okay. 17, 18. Okay. Yeah. No, 18. Yeah, because Got I graduated it. at 18. Yeah. Got it. So this is, yeah. 18. 18 going on to 19. Yeah. Got it. 18 going on to 19. And I was there and I was like, yeah, I'm cool. I don't need to go outside. Yeah. So after that, after 110th of Vermont, where do we move to? Where's we at? We move. No, yeah, we're still on 110th until I got kicked out when I turned 21. You got mm. kick, your mom kicked you out. Yeah. What, was it for something or just like, hey, y'all want to know? This story was the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> We definitely want to know. This is the dumbest shit ever. Like, so I don't want to go too in depth because it might get too too well, hectic. We can, we can leave it at your mom yeah, kicked you out. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I want to go into the story, okay. but I'm not going to go into why. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But so it was a basic situation that was going on. I have the key to the, the glass door. I mean, not the glass door, the screen door. It's the screen door and the hardwood door. Yeah. So I have a key. We both have keys to the screen door. We don't have a key to the wooden door. To the wooden door. The wooden door is locked. I come home because this is I'm I'm shooting videos. I'm coming yeah. home late. I'm coming home at three in the morning. I'm fresh off a show. I'm fresh out of whatever yeah. club I just yeah. shot. I'm fresh out of editing session. Whatever I'm doing then, and I come home and that wooden door is locked. And it's like four in the morning. I think like three in the morning. She's not answering the phone. I'm banging on the door. I'm like, I'm, she's here. Her car is here. Yeah. I hear the TV. Everything. Yeah. She's just not answering. I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So I. Beat down the door. <laughs> Literally, I just bust the door open. And I'm like, yeah, I'm there, going yeah. to sleep. Like, I am I got the key. I live here. Like, yeah. Right, right, right. So I go to sleep, wake up. She like, you broke my fucking door. Like, not calm. Like, oh, did you break the door? Like, was, yeah. you broke my fucking door. Yeah. I'm in the bed like, ma, like, relax. Like, you didn't answer. Fuck all that. Yeah. Fuck all that. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, you got to get out by February 1st. I'm like... What? Or you got to give me 30, I think it was like 1500 or 3500 for the door. I'm like, mom, I'm not about to give you 
for one, I don't have 3500 to give you for a door, and it's not going to cost that much to yeah. even get the door fixed. So it was just kind of like one of those things where I was like, all right, cool. I'll be out. No worries. So I was out the house. This was 21, and I wrote a book. I didn't, I didn't publish the book, but the book is written. It's called A Lost Boy um, from Los Angeles, and then the other one is Out of Here by 22. Mm. So that's, it's, it's spelled O-U-T-T-A here by Deuce Deuce 22. So I was out of there by 22. Um, so at that period, that's when I was just like all over the place. Once I got kicked out, I moved back to Vegas for a while. I was in Vegas staying with my mentor. Dizzy was out the house by then. That's when he started getting like a little bit more bread and he ended up getting the loft like across the street. We we were staying at this um, these lofts called Loft Five. They were brand new, fresh off. Before you even get to the strip, it was like by South Point. Got it. Um, it was called Law 5. So we were there. Dizzy wasn't living there. But it was my mentor, his best friend, the same guy, Maddie J and Jason. And then Dizzy ended up getting him a loft in the same building. So we were still close. We were still doing business and stuff like that. And then I was there. And I ended up moving back to L.A. And I didn't really have no place to stay. So I ended up, where was I at then? As I came back from Vegas. The, the second time. I think I was with... I think I was with my, I don't think I was with my grandma, no. Who was I with when I was, I think, oh, no, I was staying with Will. Yeah, he had got a crib out here. Big Will had a crib. Got it. No. Where did, no, it, it's, it's before that. Where was I at? I'm trying to remember. After I came back from Vegas, where did I go to? I don't know who house I was at, but I was somewhere just living. Yeah. And at that time, it was just like, yo, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What am I doing this? Chopping around like damn, where was I? At? What, what was that like? Like, did that lead to like a significant significant shift for you? I mean, I'm still kind of like in the mix of like still figuring everything out, just from like that damage, I guess, like being kicked out and like knowing my mom like really turned up like that. Like, yeah, I don't really like. I love my mom, but it's like it's still like that. It's like a disconnect. Like I'll be like, all right, cool. Like I love you. You know what I mean? When I see her, it ain't like yeah. Oh, it's just like all right. You know what I mean? Because, like, she really, like, just, like, kicked me out for some whole other shit. Like, yeah. the door was locked. Like, yeah. you really just kicked me out because the door was locked and I couldn't get in and I didn't give you 3500 or 1500 to get the door fixed. When I could have just went to my, my man up the street for, like, 10 bucks, she wasn't having it. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Cool. I see what level her head gets to. So, I, now it's just kind of like one of those things where, like, I fuck with my mom tough, but I just be like, ah. Oh. I really just be with my grandma all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm spending more time with my grandma before I'm spending time with my mom. But at that point, um, I don't remember where I was living at exactly, but I was definitely, like, still, like, lost just from, like, that. Like, I was writing a lot more. I was definitely lot writing a lot more in that period, wherever I was at. Damn, I really can't remember where I was at at that period after I got, like, kicked out after Vegas. What's kind of crazy is that it's the first time where you don't have like that safe house to go back to where everything's okay for you. Right. And that you had your whole life. I mean, you you were right. able to act out and then go home be, and get, be get the the coddling. Of yeah. Effect. Right. Now I think like right. getting kicked out. I mean, I didn't have like you said. I have nothing to come to. Yeah. I mean, it's like it, it was like almost an end of a of an era, but it was like also it's a birth just a like, new era. <laughs> Yeah, it was the first time where you're actually, you kind of have to grow grow the fuck up a little bit, you know. Exactly. And I feel like that's exactly what it is. 
and what it was and still is like I'm still growing the fuck up. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm only 22 now. Yeah, I'll be 23 September 18, but it's still like I'm still growing the fuck up. Yeah, so I'm still learning. This is all re- pretty recent. Yeah, this too. recent, bro. I'm only 22. Yeah, yeah, like so. Like this was yesterday. This was like yesterday. <laughs> literally, I'm here. Can I, can I sleep over? <laughs> <laughs> that couch looks great. <laughs> Where was I? I can't remember. Oh, <laughs> I'm. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Now, honestly, that's kind of like how it is. Not like, oh, let me come sleep on your couch. But, like, at this point, it's, like, still figuring out, like, okay, I know I want to do what I'm doing now. Like, I know I want to do this. I know I want to do that. But it's still, like, a figuring out thing, which I'm pretty sure is for everybody. Like, some people are still figuring it out. And I'm only, I mean, I'm still bro, like, young. I mean, it's bro, not like... You're lightweight at the age where cats be you gotta figure it out. in college, Yeah, though. exactly. Right. Like, like cats the, have been in an, edu- like in an institution right. of academia. <laughs> right. Like, select few is, like, entrepreneurial. Right. And out and, like, whatnot. But right. But, like, you, you, you built a, a foundation of your craft. Right. And... And are now like in the in the tussle of on your own and dumb. Exactly. With right? everyone else your age, though. With exactly. But like, and have that. Because, bro, like, it takes money to survive. Like, you're actually right. making money being able to survive. Right. Exactly. You this and that. Like, right. You've come to show that you stack your bread. Right. 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 Like, you have things, you want things. Right. Right. So it's one of those moments where. It's crazy that it's like just in the now because like I look back at the layers and it and it's it's so interesting to see the layers as we see them. Right. Also think about the layers in which people see us. Right. And then realizing how just real life life Works. is. Right. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because through all of these creative endeavors, you're also going through these things as a person. You're working right. with different artists, which is blossoming into different opportunities. Right. You're not in college, but like you're Google University PhD. Right. Like you've shown that like you when you when you have set your mind to this craft, like it started to become more real and you started to really like formulate an identity of your creative self with mm-hmm. all of that, mm-hmm. right? Because it just made you better. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And now it's like the young cub of the crib, right? Right, is now on some bossing up when you put yeah, bitches. But it's now is now out in the wilderness. You know right. what I'm saying? You still got right. Timon, Timon and Pumbaa's around, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Cats still shuffling and hustling, but it's also yeah. that. Through this young age, you've, you've established your, your right. precedent as a creator. Exactly. you blossomed in different variations. Of exactly. You worded that like, so perfect. Um, yeah. It's it's wild. Like, what... I want to talk to you about, like, your craft and where you want to be taking it now. Like, what... And, and not even on, like, give me your five. No. It's just, like, when you think Let's about your, your creative being now, like... Instead of what do you want to do, what are the things that you like dream about doing, and what are the because you seem <sighs> very in tune with tech, oh my god, and also just like the different facets of creative, man, and always being a step ahead, yeah, man. So right now, man, I'm just uh, right now my headspace is in like I want to just be able to help people, but like I want to focus on myself. If you get me, like I want to like get myself to this highest point of like not being smarter than everybody but just like learning everything i possibly can learn and like do everything that i possibly can do and like just touch different like areas pause and do like just like different shit like you said tech i'm not really into tech but my best friend is like 
he's super into tech. But it's like right there, it's easy to learn type shit. So like I'm in the process of just learning everything. Like why not? Absolutely. So like as far as like creativity, like I'm I'm planning on like just so much shit just to like from like workshops to classes to fucking like just creative like trips to like Joshua Tree to just talk and like, you know what I mean? Like just literally communicating happiness through art is what like I'm trying to like get out. That's big for coming from the bad kid, man. You know what I mean? Just like that's all I want to do is just because like you said, from being a bad kid and not knowing I was really happy. Like, I was yeah. happy then, but, like, not really appreciating the happiness. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So now it's like, I just want to communicate happiness. That's all. I just want to That's put, a beautiful I just want to push that out. Like, yeah. all the, the bad, let me just push it out and just show good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, like, have nothing negative about it. Like, it's all, like, happiness and positivity. Um, so I feel like now it's just more so, like, like I said, building and learning. You know what I mean? And getting to know myself to the highest. Like, okay, damn, I really know me. Like, you know what I mean? Is, yeah. this, a, is this a new kind of thing that, that's been recent? Or Hell yeah. So, this, so Hell yeah. this is all the culmination of what's going to be going on. Hell yeah. Kind of realizing Hell yeah. that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Like, this is all, like, shit. Shit, not even six months. Like, four, five, maybe three months. Like, all just new. It comes every day. Like, like. Just, just thoughts. Think, like what motivate? I'm, I'm trying to like figure out what like, motivates. What, what motivates what, is what was it? Because that's a, that's a switch. That's like a right. hard line switch. Yeah, right? I feel like what motivates it is not being able to have my own shit. You know what I mean? Not being able to come back to that, like you said, mm-hmm. to that cub. Like, you know what I mean? Like I still like I even though where I'm at now, it's not my cub. You know what I mean? So like that's what motivates me, so I can have my own cup and have my own Tesla and have these things that are like you know what I mean, and just travel. Without a breeze, like, you know what I mean? So, like, that's what the motivation is. It's, like, that's where I want to get to and, like, do the shit that I really love rather than, which is not a problem, shoot for everybody and, like, do all this shit. Like, I love helping people, but, like, I want to be able to help them in a way where, like, I can just inspire the help. Mm. You know what I mean? Inspire the help, which is, like, say if he likes to take photos and, like, I like to take photos, but, like, if he need help on something, like, I can inspire him through, like, my work. He's like, oh, I can do it this way or I can do it that way. Like, but he can help him better. Like, he can help the kids better. You know what I mean? Like, so with these workshops, like, I I would get, like, three or four different photographers that, like, I'm inspired by and they're inspired by me. And they can help. You know what I mean? And what I'll do is set up the back end and, like, set up these keynote presentations and, like, do the – just do, like – I feel like shit that's just, like, inspiring rather than, like, hands-on. Like, I'm hands-on, but, like, just, what'd you say? I said building the community. Building a community, building a platform, building a new generation, building a, like, a a new concept, just building a new idea and building a new, like, thought pattern, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just being able to think different and think bigger and, like, think larger and, like, excel on everything and, like whatever I think of, like that's what I want to do. I just want to be able to excel and like, like if I think of, oh, let me fucking do a Polaroid show. Like I don't know, but like excel on that. Yeah. Like what can I do to make that better? Like it's not just a Polaroid anymore, you know. Like so, just me being able to like excel is what motivates it, and like me knowing like I'm gonna get there and like just do everything I really just want to do, which is you know inspire the world, create happiness through heart. You know what I mean? Community happiness through art. 
um, love, smile, dance, fucking be goofy and just do me. You know what I mean? I want to ask you, when did that like shift towards like really like self-thought and self Once I got kicked out, bro. Okay. Once I got kicked out, like literally, I I never wrote a book before a day in my life until I got kicked out. I was just like, yo, I'm about to just boss up. Like not even boss up, but just like, let me just figure out me. Like, because I wasn't really focused on me then. Yeah. I wasn't. It was just like I'm just doing what I want to do, not like really like coming you home. You had comfort of home. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And that's always been the refuge, exactly. right? That had always been always. The, like it's all exactly, good. exactly. So now it's like, uh, I got to really learn who I am. You know what I mean? So like, uh. even us having this conversation, I'm learning who I am that's still. Lit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like because like I don't I don't have conversations like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not talking and be like oh like. Damn, so tell me about this. Like, now I'm going into these situations Absolutely. to pull it out. Like, okay, damn. I took it there. I went there. Like, I was going through this. And we now did, like, I did that? Exactly. That happened? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, that's the motivation as well. Like, me being bad, me being disrespectful, like, that all motivates me to be, like, just to be the best I can possibly be. Mm-hmm. And just be, like, the smartest I can possibly be and be, you know, the creative I can possibly be the creative. I can like just expand. Like I just want to be able to expand all areas. Yeah. If it's fucking editing, if it's if it's mixing music, if it's making awesome, music, bro. if it's swimming, like whatever it is, like yeah. I want to be able to just do it all and be great at it all. I mean, bro, you lost all the weight. You made lifestyle switches. Right. Yeah. Right. How how'd you? I'm, I'm just. For my personal curiosity, <laughs> Yo. I got the like, I got my, the tummy tuck. Hey, like, like, my G, no. like, how'd, you, how'd, you, how'd you go from three eighty to ninety five pounds? My G? No. Uh, right, you. I did no. go. I, no, I did but, go to three eighty to one sixty five. Yeah, fuck. But I'm back at one eighty five right now. Um, oh, but, he, oh heavens, okay, so no. just, just just two hundred. Oh heavens, no. Two hundred pounds. My God. Sorry, two hundred pounds to two twenty five. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> From there, I think it was just me being big. And I was like, I'm tired of being big. And then I was just like, yo, um, I'm working with this trainer. So at the time, I was working with my trainer that I work with now that trains Odell. He was working with this company I was working with at the time. And they were basically creating content. I mean, I was creating content for them. And I wasn't really working out. I was still big. I was still, but I was shooting for these athletes. You know what I mean? And Maybe around, I think it was 2015 is when he hit me back up. Like, yo, let's work again. I was like, I'm not really trying to work, but we can work if you work, like, if you be my trainer. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, he was like, for sure, I got you. Like, just shoot the vids and I'll get you right. So I did that wow. for like six months. So we were working out Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, Tuesdays, and basically Monday through Friday and wow. Saturday. So, like, we would swim, we would do sleds, we would fucking run hills all day. I would eat chicken, broccoli, and rice every day. Drink a gallon of water, which I still do to this day, and I would do that literally. I think I was doing that for the first three months straight. The started falling. It started falling off. The first two weeks I was doing it, I was still eating bad. So he was like, "Yo, bro, you got to switch up your diet. Like, you still can't be eating all this bullshit out here." I'm like, "All right, cool. What do I do? Go to Costco, get you some chicken, get you some broccoli, get you some rice. You know what I mean? Make it simple. Like, get you some containers and just make your meals." So I would. I literally was doing that every single day. I would come home and make about like I think like thirty pieces of breast, you know what I mean, oven it, you know what I mean, put it in the oven, bake that joint, a little lemon pepper, and then I would do that every single day. I would go with him from I think it was twelve, no, eleven to like twelve, I'll do an hour with him. 
You know what I mean? Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then like uh, thirty minutes in the pool Tuesdays and Thursdays, and an hour on Saturdays on the sleds. Um, so that's where I was doing that, and that's, that's pretty much got me and where you gotta, I'm at. like. Not even to say that that's the thing. Not only do you have determination to do it, but you also right. utilized my having tool. an elite trainer. Right. Uh, he's so elite. Like that's crazy. Like you yeah. feel me? Right. Like, a lot of cats have elite trainers, and they're just, like, there, and then right. they're going to fucking, uh, you know what I'm saying, the straight taco truck afterwards. <laughs> you feel me? Right. Facts. Right. Which is true. Which is true. But I didn't. I was just like, I, I can't be big no more. Like, it's Dude, cool. Like, transform. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, right. It's like, it was just like, I'm too big. My bad. It was just like, good. I'm too big. Like. I don't. I'm not moving. You're, how I'm, you're too big. Yeah, you, I'm not moving. Sprawled out at the table. He has his legs. No, not like big like that, but like weight wise. I'm, I'm still <laughs> big. I'm still six six young man. But I'm talking about like weight wise. So yeah. it's kind of like I wasn't moving how I wanted to move. I wasn't in these clubs how I wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shoot, like I wasn't getting these angles how I wanted to yeah, get. You want stealth like that? Exactly. So I was like, you know what? Let me just transition and transform. Like let me just boss up with the body. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's what I did. And then. I yeah. love the nonchalance in in the Shit. light switch going off, because yeah. that's a that's a serious just light switch and you <laughs> right. have them on. Right. You know what right. I mean? That's not right. like yeah, you know. I just decided that like, you know I wanted to kind of boss up on them and do a little bit of here boss and up there. on the you, body. You no, but like, but that was true. I was really just like I'm tired of being big. Yeah. I don't like being big. Yeah. Fuck being big, which is cool. No disrespect to anybody that's. I mean, overweight. look, I'm about to go in the mirror and have that conversation with myself tonight. <laughs> I just like. <laughs> being big yeah <laughs> nah like right <laughs> nah but that really was i wasn't in the mirror but it was just like like i said i wasn't comfortable no for sure in my own skin but i was i wasn't the kid that used to get picked on and be like, oh you're fat. yeah i no, wasn't that you personally weren't comfortable yeah, in your own yeah, that's just exactly. a shift though that's yeah. exactly. the beauty of a shift exactly you know what i'm saying like that's that's what the gorgeousness about that is exactly yeah so that's what that was i got with the trainer lost that weight and I'm still in the process of losing the weight. You know what I mean? I'm still losing weight. I'm still trying to not even try. He wants to be 115, yo. I don't want to yeah. be 115. I want to be a solid 185, shredded. You yeah. know what I mean? And just, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, good. Like, yeah. I, you yeah. see me, I'm like, okay, yeah. damn, me. Like, the fucking people I be shooting with all day. Like, you damn these, right. These guys be fucking, you know it's what in, I mean? It's insane to Big, be. like, yeah. my height, but like, walking in, like, what's up? Like, I yeah. feel like now I'm cool. Like, I'm just too lean. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, <laughs> He's like, oh, now I'm just too skinny. All right. I'm just too lean. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. Because it's like, I can't get there. And this is still like, you know what I mean? I want the pack. I want all that. I respect that. So it's going to get there. Yeah. It's just taking time. But it's like, that's what I want. And I'm going to go get that shit. So, yeah, I did that. And now I'm just like, focused. I respect that. Yeah. It's cool you could have gone the other way. Right. Like, you could have got kicked out and just downward downward spiral yeah. right. right which right. which is almost Become like a big baby at, at mama's crib right yeah right facts yeah facts you know, yeah. Which, is, facts. which is actually probably facts. more likely <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> facts right because it's been there <laughs> taking a bath of the With teriyaki bowl <laughs> fucking hot cheeto bags just like chilling you know what I mean <laughs> mama needs to do laundry <laughs> <laughs> Like a behind the scenes, like bloopers. Had right. had this story happened? <laughs> wow, that's classic. It could have ended up like that, but 
it, it's it's almost easier to end up like that, right? It's way easier. But I feel like even me getting kicked out, it did spark that. Like I can't. I'm not going <laughs> to go backwards. You know? Yeah. It's like why? Why? What's the point? Like it's really just go up from here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then having mentors around me. I had two mentors. I don't really like they don't mentor me now, but like I like I said, I had Big Will. He was a great mentor. Yeah. Just not a we don't communicate as heavy as we did, yeah. but it was like he was a good mentor. Um There are people and times in our lives exactly. that come in and really Exactly. One so way or another. That's what that was. Mm-hmm. And so I had that I had that guidance at the time. And now it's like it's really just me guiding me right now. Mm. So I'm being guided by George Jeff. So it's kinda like like I said, still in the process of getting the body right, still in the process of like learning and like growing and building like relationships rather than just trying to aim for getting money. Like I don't want to just have your money. Like I want a relationship because maybe in 10 years, like who knows? Like yeah. you never know. Maybe in five years, maybe in three years, like yeah. I want to be solid all across the board. If I ever had debt with anybody, pay them off. Or like if I ever did anything wrong, sit down and conversate with these Absolutely. people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. because you never know. You don't. You never know, bro. You like, don't. what if the person may need you or you may need this And there's person. so much more depth in people exactly. than, like, just doing work and Exactly. Functions. Exactly. Like, you can go party with the CEO of Airbnb. Like, yeah. like, let's go to a barbecue. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the type of relationship I want to build with whoever I work with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Beyond shooting their video. Beyond taking photos of them. Beyond going on tour with them. Beyond clubbing with them, et cetera, et cetera. So, it's just like, I just want to just, like... Be loved and fucking show love and yeah. fucking give I love hope that. and direction. It's crazy, yeah. bro, because like your trajectory is just infinite and you're so young. Right. Like, I'm really excited about having this conversation like two years, three years from now. Right. right. We got to have them every year, damn near. Then let's get it. But it's, it's beautiful to see your hunger to grow. And like, look, one thing that I think the youth can learn. Or can really appreciate, like, coming all this way is how much of an emphasis that you're putting on self. Right. 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 Because it really starts with self to build community or to be able to withstand, like, the growing pains of trying to put big ideas together. Right. Right. And I feel like a lot of us kind of get into this community. It's, It's great, but... We can only help as much for the group if we're more solid. Correct. Right? Correct. Um, Correct. And we all live and learn that. But like you, you, you literally have that essence in you at such a young age. It's, right. it's actually about to be incredible to see how you're becoming blossoms. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you put right. such a focus on that, and you you have. That that's your baseline, and you also have this want of community and love, right? And showing it and receiving it and helping, right? Procure it, right? Um, so to that, George Jefferson, that's about to be a fucking beautiful thing to see and experience through right. all of your mediums, you right? Know? Um, I really wanted to cap it off by asking you this because is this the end off or like what? We capping it? We closing? I mean, you got something to do? No, I don't got something to do. It's, I mean, it's ten forty one. It's oh, up to y'all. Going. Oh, okay. I don't know if you. But want I'm to still gonna ask this motherfucking Cause, cause question. Because I still we didn't talk about me going on tours. You damn right. Um, let's get I've been it. on tours. So let's 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 jump but into go that. Go into what you're about to say, though. I want to ask you this. Are you then, gonna but we're gonna put. Yeah, we'll figure this one out. Okay. Um, 
take us there actually to the tours yeah i got this question in the in the bag okay cool perfect so this is I, when did i do my first tour i did my first tour with dizzy we did uh i think it was like a 30 city tour it's about like 500 capacity venues okay you know how old were you this time uh like 17 18 maybe okay. yeah 18 yeah no 18 for sure i was definitely cool. 18 yeah 18 first tour dizzy right I think I forgot the name of the tour, but yeah, I was on that tour. That tour, that shit, that shit was so fun, yo. Like this was, like I said, a kid that went through all of this shit, and now is just literally on a tour bus every single day. Like gets to do whatever he wants. I'm not like on this motherfucker disrespecting people, but like I'm still finding myself. So like, after a show, I would go walk around the city and just like, you know what I mean, flick it up or like, you know what I mean, like. Just, like, think of different ways I can help Dizzy. You know what I mean? And, like, just figure out ways that I can inspire his fans through my work. Mm. So it was just kind of, like, one of those things where when I was on tour, I was just, like, still finding myself, you yeah. know? And it was fun because I was going to a new city every morning. Yeah. Every morning. Every morning. New city. New city. New city. New food. New females. New, you know what I mean? New everything. Um, new inspiration, new motivation, like, every time. Like, I remember, I forgot what city I was in. I was crying just because it was just, like, it was just, like, abundant. I forgot where we were at. Wow. I think it was, I forgot where we were at, man. It was, this was so long ago, but I just felt, like, I still get a feeling when I go to, like, if I'm going, if I'm over in Westwood and I go to, like, East L.A., I get, like, this gooey feeling in me, like, oh, I'm over here. This shit is inspiring. Like, yeah. You know? Um. <laughs> but that's what it was. I forgot what city I went to. But yeah, so like just being on tour was like. Also, you're away for the like first time, like really getting. Yeah, like, really getting my feet wet. Yeah. I was getting my feet wet. Not even my feet. I'm getting my toes wet. Just like mm-hmm. tipping yeah. my toes. Like I'm just, okay, cool. Okay, I know how to shoot videos. Yeah. I know how to edit it quick. I'm doing yeah. a video a night, giving them six photos a night. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I like this. You're probably around a lot of people who are who are on the same like mind that you're on. Exactly. All doing things. Exactly. Exactly. You know, all young. You. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And that's exactly what it was. And I'm kind like feeding you that positive energy. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. And mm. I took that and took it to another level. Like I like like I do like I do today. Like I'll take whatever you'll say or he'll say. And just try to take it to another level and expand on it and, like, make it bigger so we can all win. So that's pretty much what I was doing with Dizzy. Like, not saying I was his manager or managing anything. I was just, like, helping him build his brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was a fun experience. So, like, that tour led me to what tour? Another Dizzy tour, which was a bigger tour, 1500 cap. You know what I mean? And going to, growth. like, growth. You know what I mean? Going to these bigger <coughs> cities and bigger venues. Yeah. And, People seeing me on tour, like, follow me on Twitter now. Like, oh, that's Jeezy. That's shooting all Dizzy videos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having that little fan base was, like, dope. And then after that tour, I think I did – what tour did I do after? I didn't do a lot of tours, but I did some good ones. (coughs) It was Dizzy. And then I think after Dizzy tour, I didn't do no tours for a while. Then I hopped on tour with uh, YG. This was probably the – was it before Tanache or after? I think it was before Tanache. Yeah, it was before Tanache's tour. It was it wasn't his his own tour, but it was his uh he was opening up for J. Cole. Mm. And this was twenty fifteen. What was that? Twenty sixteen, like? yeah. It was cool. It was cool. It was honestly a, a, a crazy experience because I ended up getting kicked off of that tour. That's the funny part. Really? It's about to be a funny story on how. But um 
that tour was like a like a it was a dope experience just be able to like connect and meet with like j cole and, and what's what's your role on this tour you were just shooting all the content day to day video so like hey we want if you to come on be our content video exactly shots, so i'm that. shooting okay. all the content when they perform if they have an in-store if they're you know doing a meet and greet before the show uh mm-hmm. them on the bus with the homies activities off the bus then playing basketball with cole then playing basketball with big sean like you know what i mean tour activities I'll yeah it's just creating content for the tour yeah not even for the tour but just for the artists in the tour got it um so i was on that that shit was dope as fuck and the reason i got kicked off because i was just being me like i was connecting with everybody like and yg's camp didn't like that they was just like yeah we don't really like you mingling you know what i mean because they bring me on a tour which i get it but i'm like bro i gotta go up like you know what i mean i'm not gonna be not over here talking to cole people or not talking to big sean people or not talking to jeremiah and building yeah. relationships which i'm not doing it in a disrespectful way i'm not saying fuck y'all i'm on this bus and hang no nah, i'm just yeah. like let me go shoot some flicks of cole real quick while he on stage and they didn't like that because i was coming with shit and i'm like bro that's just yeah. the nature of it yeah so it was just kind of like it wasn't a thing like you gotta get off this tour and you gotta go it was just kind of like you know what i mean we like don't really appreciate that right. so like it's time to go i'm like all right cool and I got these relationships with Cole. I got these relationships with Sean. Yeah. I got these relationships with fucking... I don't have a relationship with Jeremiah, but I know everybody in his team, like, yeah. which is, like, all good, which is still good with YG. No, nothing bad, but it's just, yeah. like, that turned it into, like... I mean, look, at the end of the day... That, 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 that shit's crazy to, to go through that. Yeah, yeah. but, you know what but I mean? also you realize, like... Some artists have their preference. Exactly. I mean, I respect it, too. Exactly. Like, That's what I'm saying. I respect no, it. I like, can't get like, mad at it. If, if, if we're the ones bringing you on tour, like, it's it's still your job at the end of the day. Exactly. And, uh, like, I, I can see that in respect. Look, I mean, right. it's, it's, even even when you're getting your job done, and but you also, like, commingling. Exactly. All the, regardless, everybody has their, their opinions. And, right. And that's the craziest shit about... Not the craziest shit, but that's just, like, the real life Yo, of, shout out of, to that tour, of touring. For real. Right. Right, it's just people like teams and squads have wants and and right and parts of that team have needs to do and exactly if it's just conflicts it conflicts exactly which it's is nothing like crazy exactly which is nothing crazy at all and it's like cool I get it yeah we all still homies we all still yeah. laugh about it to this day but it's like that was a learning experience for me like Word. I should have been more so in the on pocket. Maybe, maybe just in my pocket and yeah. like on my shit like standing firm rather than you mingling can't learn without mistakes yeah and that's what you it can't was. know what a boundary is without crossing it. exactly and that's what i did and now it's like okay cool when i know if i ever go on tour again i can't do that or if i do i got to make sure i set it yeah. up ahead of time like yo when i go on tour with you guys this is what i will be doing if you're yeah. on if you're on a tour with whoever i'm a yeah. mingle and this is what's going to yeah. happen because i'm building a relation or building- even you could position it as like look when i come on tour with y'all i'm going to handle all the responsibilities and more but i'd like to really capture the whole essence exactly. of the tour. Exactly. Everything involved. Exactly. Because it's a story. It's right? a story. And we're exactly. putting the, put put the blocks up. Exactly. You Facts. I mean? They don't Facts. even need to know about the, the, the next one or whatever. Like, right. Even if you get the opener to the main act, it's somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere in the middle. Exactly. Like, it's a story. Exactly. And I want to be able to capture the capture whole story. Capture the whole story. Bingo. There it is. He just gave me the lingo for the bingo. 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 <laughs> so... Yeah, I feel like that's what it was. Um, and then after that tour, I got on a tour with Tanache. I fuck with Tanache, yo. She, she, she's so like she's a hard worker, dog. Mm. She's so like creative, dope. So talented, and like she really just like 
like the whole tour, like she was like, I wanted to look like this. I didn't, I wasn't having no problems. I was just like, yo, I really fuck with this. Like she, yeah. she knew what she wanted it she to look vision, like. She had she the vision, that. and she was like, okay. I like everything Jeezy is doing. You know what I mean? Actually, no, she didn't know me by Jeezy. She knew me by George Jeff. Where? Because at Enter that time, George I Jeff. was George Jeff. <laughs> yeah. This is this is George Jeff the now. The reincarnation of the reincarnation. <laughs> yeah. In, exactly. In, from the what incarnation? Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Because the YG tour was Jeezy. The YG tour was Jeezy. Yeah. Tanache was George Jeff. Where? You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, cool. So she was just really just like. That's that tour was so fun. I learned a lot just from being around her because she's so smart. Her family is like so involved in everything, like awesome. pops, moms, like literally whole family is involved like in her mm-hmm. whole process. So to see that love yeah. and that like just communication between them is dope. That was light for you. It's like yo, like the family's on tour, bro. Yeah. Mom's on the bus, on the bunk. Pops on the bunks, on the bunk. Her cousin is her stylist type swag, you know? Yeah. So it's like damn, that's dope. Like I still want to do that for my family, like. I still want to have my family with me, like when yeah. we go traveling, like you know what I mean. I want to turn my cousins into my business partners and shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that was dope to see that and just to know that she's like, and especially on that level, on that level, right? Especially on that level, yeah. So that was a dope tour. That experience was fun. I had fun on that tour. Um, yeah, and I think that was like the last tour I did because I did a few tours with Dizzy. I did like most of the tours with Dizzy. Like I did about three or four tours with Dizzy. Yeah. Um, small and big, and then the big one was with YG. I did I did small little venues with him, like you know what I mean, like doing like little runs and shit from the bay. Yeah. I did tours with uh Problem and I Am Sue. I did a million dollar Afro tour. That was probably like my fifth tour. It was him and I Am Sue. Um, it was like I think that was like thirteen cap every venue. Mm. Um, so yeah. It was that era when Problem was going up. Well, she still is going up. Uh, Sue was like fresh out of just like everything. Yeah. HBK days, yeah. all that shit. Um, and that's the tour I was on. That was a dope tour. It was a fun experience. Um, yeah. And then Tanache tour, was, I think, yeah, Tanache tour was the last tour that I like I did. And I was just like, I'm not tired of tours, but it's just like it tours a lot, especially for me. Like, like. Yeah, tour life is tough. Especially, like, coming from, like, where you come from, like, the, not where you come from, but, like, doing the tour managing shit, it's, like, it's kind of like I'm damn near tour managing on the yeah. low because it's, like, I have all these duties I have to do. Like, yeah. I have to figure out what angle I'm going to get or, like, yeah. where I need to stand, who I need to talk to, what securities <coughs> I need to talk to to make sure, like, I have these corners blocked off or, like, um, what time I have to get up to make sure, like, I'm getting sound it's checked or I'm getting the bus. On. It's so much going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, to be able to, like, compile all that and do it is, yeah. like, okay, that's a lot. So and it's like, and it's long distance trips. Exactly. And it's, like, you, exactly. you're eating wherever the, wherever. the nearest drive is. But, no, this is. tour, this tour we have. The Tanache tour and the J. Cole tour, we have meals every night. Yeah. Like they had to cater in every night. So right. like we would have we would have craft at like what? Um shit. After everybody performed. So on the cold tour, he ended, I think, at like eleven. So after eleven, everybody go craft. Yeah. They have all the food, whatever. Vegan, fucking vegetarian, pescatarian, like they'll have sections, vegan yeah. section, like so that was that. And then the Tanache tour, she only ate like chicken strips and fries and shit. So we had just chicken strips every <laughs> night. Fries. It was good though, but we were just chicken strips and fries and fucking what else? Wine. That's what we was on. Chicken strips, fries, and wine, the whole Tanache tour. That was the best tour ever. That shit was player. 
Did wow. your attitude shift on uh, amongst all these toys? Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, it did. Go go into that. Go into like the attitude. You're, you're so you're you're very you're out of high school, right? Not not too far out of high school. Not too far, right? And it's like you're not totally on your own like you are now. It's exactly. It's like weird developmental, almost like when kids go to that first year out for college, right? And they kind of get all that like independence, like right. Start figuring out who you are. Correct. Yeah. What was that that internally and mentally kind of like for you in, in, in the shift? I'm going to keep it G with you. At that time, I wasn't really focused on the mental aspect. Like mm-hmm. now I am because I'm more so by myself. That mm-hmm. time it was just like I'm working. You know what I mean? I'm building. I'm building relationships. Yeah. So like I wasn't focused on like what the mental was. So I can't really. I, I can't but really. You, like, you still have to like know, I guess, step into the professional realm. When you're working on that high of a level with right. those people – you have to. You, you can't be the punk, the punk, the right. punk from tenth grade anymore. Right. You're now okay. You have to act a certain way. You got to deliver a certain way. Right. There's certain things that start to develop that you start to see. Right. That can lead you to where you are now. Right. Were there moments along that where you're like, "Ooh, I got to check myself." Hold on. Um. Yeah. It was like because working with a female and then working with like she's a superstar. Why she's a superstar? Not like talking back. You know what I mean? Or not like getting an attitude. Like, yeah, I mean, but even for you, I can't. <laughs> but even it's it, you know, even respecting yourself enough to right. be like, look, if you're really gonna work, if mm-hmm. you're really gonna gonna try to build any type of career or any type even of relationship, relationship, exactly, then you you have to play on a certain level. Just a playerness. To, <laughs> a playerness. Exactly. You really do. You if you're playing in the big leagues and right. you're amongst that. You can't be a young punk. It trans, uh, transcends into your work. Correct. Everything to who you are. Correct. So, yeah. And that's kind of got to move quick. Even though you had these relationships early on, mm-hmm. you have to elevate yourself. Exactly. So what was there, were you even conscious of that? Or was there like moments where you're like, okay, I got to be better. Um, yeah. I, I got to step up. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can't be every, like every, every night. Every night I'll be like, yo, 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 I got I to gotta turn up the edits. I got to turn up me, how I'm feeling every day like I can't because some days like I know how I am when I wake up in the morning I don't have the best attitude but I'm on tour I can't be waking up tripping every morning so like I'm waking up you know happy I'm clapping waking everybody up on the bus like y'all ready today like you know what I mean I'm motivating the bus I'm like let's go like we having a good day we in Toronto today let's go and like that's what I had to do to make sure I wasn't like getting mad at night because I didn't finish an edit or I was supposed to do this but like, nah, I gotta do it. I'm on. To, I'm doing a job. I'm getting paid to do something, and if I don't do it, I won't get paid. <laughs> so it's just like, okay, cool. Let me just do what I need to do, and like, just be smart about it. You know what I mean? And not like, yeah. And also too, because if you mess up these opportunities, exactly, it could really, really it damage could, your exactly. uh, career yeah, on the low. Career. On the low, yeah, like because uh, no, nah, don't don't fuck with him. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And that's like, that's not what I need or even want in this. Like I said, the relationship, the honesty, the solidness is what I'm trying to get out of everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Rather than like having, like, nah, we can't fuck with him no more. Like, you know what I mean? He, you know what I mean? I don't want that. I want it to be, call Jeezy. What Jeezy doing? Or what George doing? Like, let's see what he got going on. Can yeah. he come on tour this time? Yeah. I don't, I don't want to have that. Like, nah, we cool. Nah, we straight. Like I want, I don't want to be like the guy that like let's work again or like reaching out all the damn time. I just want to be like I'm doing me, and they see what's going on, and they respect it regardless. Yeah. So like that's what I was building 
then on the at least on the Tanache tour, just because of what happened on the J. Cole YG tour, it was mm-hmm. just like I didn't like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause like I literally ended like maybe like a week before the show, the tour actually ended. So it was just kinda like, damn. It was just one of those things where I was like, ah damn, I shouldn't not regret it, but it was just like I'm not gonna do that if I go on tour again. I can't yeah. let that happen. Even if it's a opener or not, like I'm gonna just do what I'm supposed to do. And then if anything happens, it happens. Absolutely. So I was just kind of like more so. Like, or it brings to light like being able to position it beforehand. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so I was just kind of like, okay, cool. Let me just focus up and just like get the shit done. I need to get done. And then I still had my mentor at the time. So he was guiding me through things. He was like, after the YG shit, he was like, yeah, we're going to make sure it's right. You know what I mean? We're going to like prep you up for the shit. So like. I got preps for it. I was like, you know what I mean? Working out. I was reading a lot. I was writing. I was just like, okay, let me just get right for this tour. I did my research on Tanache. Like, I was just like, you know what I mean? Getting to know her even before I even met her. Got it. <laughs> even though I knew YG, but I never been on tour with him like that. Like, sleeping on his tour bus. Yeah, and You don't getting... know what the functions is. You don't know what the operations Ex- exactly. is. You don't know what they be liking and not Exactly. Liking. Exactly. So, it's like, I didn't really prep for that. I was like, all right, cool. Let's go. Come on. Let's turn up. Yeah. Tanache told I'm like, nah, I got to really, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Figure this out before I go heads in like this. So, that's what I did with that tour. And then, after that, I was like, I'm cool on tours right now. Mm-hmm. I really want to, like, focus on myself and, like, just get myself better and, like, do my own tours. Like, yeah. I want to just travel and fucking do shows everywhere myself. Not rap concerts or shows, but just, like, pop-ups. Like, fuck it. Let's get a tour bus and let's go here, here, and here. That's what I want to do. Like, I don't want to be following nobody else around, which is no diss to anybody that's doing that or, like, coming up. It's just that's not what I'm trying to do right now. I'm trying to focus more on, like, getting myself better so I can express myself better and give, like, better inspiration and better advice and better, like, knowledge and be coachable and make sure that everyone else is coachable. Yeah. And my goal is to do like uh, like at least four more big tours and but like curated in a way where it's like, oh shit, this is like kinda like how they used to do back in the days on like they used to do the tour shows and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like hour long documentaries on the tour, curated experience by <coughs> T C Creative, et cetera, whatever. So like that's that's one of the goals. But it's like bro, I got so many goals that I accomplish and I wanna accomplish and it's just like bro, it's just a lot. It's so much, like, from writing to doing scripts to doing fucking books um, to movies to short films to fucking pop-up installations to fucking coffee tables to Where, Where's all this everything. Where, where's all this coming from? Like, the, just, this, this expressiveness, you know, it's just, like, was so not a part of, you know, the majority of your upbringing of right. who you were. I mean, you were dabbling in things, but right. you never really had that care. Now it's it's so much about self expression that you're where your mind is right now as you're talking. Uh-huh. Where's the drive for that? It's not mm. money, right? It's not money. It, so so I don't even know if you can articulate it, but it's just it's interesting to the drive. My bad for cutting you no, off. No, I just no. got to get to it before it disappears in my brain. Go. Um, the drive comes from me not being where I want to be right now. Um, me like seeing where my mom is at and seeing where my grandma is still at, like, that's the drive, like, <coughs> you know what I mean? And being able to, like, know I can do better, that's the drive. Like, mm. knowing I can do better is the drive, really, like, pretty much. Like, okay, 
I know if I do this, I'm going to be straight. I know if I do it like this, I'm going to be A1. Like, you know, like knowing these things and getting better at each thing. Like I said, learning newer shit is the drive. Like me getting up, fucking learning how to fucking do something on somebody's Instagram or like build a new way to make their shit look dope or yeah. build a way to make my shit look dope. Fucking do a Snapchat video or, you know what I mean? Like just little shit is inspiring. Like this is inspiring. This is driving me. Mm-hmm. Like, for people to hear this, you know what I mean? Like everything, I feel like everything in my brain or everything I see is just like inspiring and like fucking like just like. No, I mean, look, you're very passionate, right? Yeah, now, you know. I think I think that's what it is. So I'm just like you said, I'm just very passionate, and it's honestly one of those things where I be telling myself, "Am I passionate about it? Am I not?" You know what I mean? It'd be like those little moments. But I'm like, yeah. nah. I've been doing this shit for 10 years. I'm fucking passionate about this shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I'm, I've been through some shit. So it's like, I'm definitely passionate. And I never had no point where I was like, I'm cool. I don't want to do this no more. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't hit that point. I was like, I'm tired of this. I yeah. can't do it no more. So, like, that's what I appreciate, too, that I haven't got to that moment. I'm pretty sure it might come where it's like, I'm cool. But, like, haven't got to the moment. Like, nah, I want to keep going until, like, I mean, I just think you're on the road of, to iteration. You know what I'm saying? You're just constantly iterating. Right. Like, I don't even think you're going to get to a point where you're cool. Right. Because it's going to have, like, transformed into something. Right. Exactly. You know yeah. And I feel like it definitely is going to transform into something, like, even bigger, like, even beyond my goals, even beyond my thoughts, even in, uh, beyond my imagination. Like, like who knows? Like, I have obviously five-year goals and ten-year goals, but it's like, who knows? Yeah. You don't fucking know. Like, Absolutely. Here today and going tomorrow. You never know. Like the game go how it goes. So it's like I'm just doing the 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 greatest, the magical things I can do every single day to just get better. And yeah. like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I just get better get better daily is my shit. So yeah. it's like that's all I wanna do is get better daily. And like just like like I said, learn, inspire, fucking motivate, be able to just like teach. Like communicate, like just like be me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And share light where I want, it needs to I be want shared. To ask you something like, if you were to be able to like slip a letter or like a note mm-hmm. into like your younger self's room, mm-hmm. right? Oh, right Go now ahead. with all of this, and be able to even like think about having like a moment to be able to like slip in an idea or a thought in that younger one, uh-huh. and be like, you know what? I know what you're about to be going through. What advice would like? What would you like to say to that? I'd be like, "Yo, listen, look in the mirror, talk to yourself for five minutes." That's what the note would say. That's what it'd say. Oh, for real? Cause yeah. You didn't? Cause I didn't. Mm. Now I do. I talk mm. to myself all the time. Yeah. Like I look in the mirror. I'll stand there for like five and just talk. Like, okay. That's that's this dude's world. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, what what's up? Yeah. Like, what what you need to do right now? Absolutely. So, like, I would slip that. I would probably just, yeah, I would probably just slip that. Just something simple, because I'm simple. Like, look in the mirror every day for five minutes. Talk to yourself for five minutes a day. That's the advice I would give to somebody. And really, like, just stay solid. You know what I mean? Like, learn more about yourself. Yeah. That's what I would slip in that that note. Like, just learn more about yourself. Like Straight up. Period. Because the more you know about yourself, the more you know about your surroundings, the more you know about just life in general. Because you are life, you know? So it's like, 
just know more about yourself. And like, once you know more about yourself, you good. You ain't gonna have to worry about money. You ain't gonna have to worry about nothing. Cars, clothes, you good. Like, the you inside of you, you know what's up. So it's like, <laughs> I want to thank your mama. Yo, shout out to yeah. mom. Shout out to Big Sexy. I, I, I wanna, shout out to Ty Beasy. I want to thank her for kicking you out of the house. Yeah. No, that's the part, right? For real. Like, <laughs> that's the crazy part. Yeah. Shout like, out to I, moms I, for kicking a young boy out. Out of here by 22. I want to I I give your mom a hug. Yeah. A big hug to Big Sexy. Yeah. And, <laughs> say, exactly. thank, and say thank you. <laughs> right, yeah. right. For kicking your son out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> after he broke your door. For right. Real. After 20 two years of yeah, putting right. up with his bullshit. Right. Yeah. Because you you needed that, man. Facts. And you know you do. And this is this is Uncle Joe. Shit. <laughs> Uncle Rauchy. Uh, Uncle this is when Uncle the, <laughs> This is when the gray hair start right. start to right. no, no, start no. to show through no, the mic, you know? Right, right, right. But it, it it's so true because I think you, you needed that. Mm. Yeah. You know you needed that. You right. think, you know. And uh, when Nushi said, I can't wait to, to see where you're at when you're back on here in a couple of years or even next year because so next year. right now mm-hmm. you're finally beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, coming out, out of those tours mm-hmm. and, and now getting out of your house and mm-hmm. finally getting your mind and the mental capacity, that aspect of it, right. For the right. first time, really yeah. tapping, right. in, tapping into that. Right. It's going to be dope. Yeah. yeah, the theme of this episode is tap in. Mm. Tap in. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up tapped in. For sure. And I feel like, I mean, the elevation from this conversation, from where I'm going, where I was, is like, I'm really just inspired by the old me. Yeah. You know, like, that shit's dope to be like, damn, I was really, like, loco. <laughs> Not in a sense yeah. of, like, loco like that but just like i was really on some shit yeah mm. now i'm like not really on that shit yeah. not even not really i'm not on that shit yeah. and it's like dope to see like okay i have these different phases like you know what i mean Straight like up. that was just a phase in my life absolutely. where it was like i was going through some shit now i'm like learning some shit absolutely you know like i'm learning who i am rather than like just doing whatever like mm-hmm. then i was just doing whatever now i'm learning who i am so i don't have to just do whatever yeah like, i know what i'm doing I'm aware of what I'm saying. I'm 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 standing tall, I'm more confident, I'm more like happier, which I was always happy. I'm more like abundant. I'm more like I'm just me. Yeah. Other than like I feel like that wasn't really me then. It was just like whatever was going on just was like I don't know, I was just in it. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, okay, let me tap in with the inner me and like mm-hmm. talk to me rather than just do some dumb shit. Like, Off rip. Let me look at myself in the mirror and like, okay, what you doing, bro? For What's real? going on? How you feeling today? For real, you know, and that's actually the advice I would give to everybody too. Like and like, learn your numbers, learn economics, like get your get your number game up. You know what I mean? Like learn the business. Me, like I didn't really learn the business until like shit, like six months ago. Like I'm still learning the business yeah. of what what my craft is and what I'm getting myself into. So like, I would give that advice to the people, um, to the youth, to whoever, like years older than me um just learn learn the back end before you know the front end because you already know the front end you done made it this far yeah mm. you know like i didn't i know the art well enough i can like i said i can take photos with my eyes closed i can do video editing with my eyes closed but it's like do i know the business with my eyes closed no yeah. but i'm getting there mm. i just want to close my eyes and close the deal 
Yeah. You know, and fucking spread love. So it's like being able to get to that point is where I'm like excited. Like, damn. Oh, for real. I really, okay, damn. I know this. Okay. All right. I know how to do that. Let's have this conversation like some grown men. And it's only a matter of time before you do. Exactly. Exactly. And like I said, I'm everyday learning. Yeah. It ain't no day off where I'm not learning. If it's listening to a podcast, if it's reading a little script in a book, if it's writing something down, if it's fucking calling the homies, or if it's like, you know, like just drawing something out, like I'm learning. Yeah. And I suggest everyone to learn regardless. Like it's it's not a lot of people out here learning, honestly. No. Like, because at one point I wasn't really learning. Like, you know, I was just doing. Yeah. Like, mm. I suggest everybody just like start learning. Like even if it's if you don't really want to learn about yourself right now, learn about something you want to learn about. Yeah, I'm not saying go learn about yourself. You can, but it's like pound sign. You decide. You know what I mean. Whatever you want to do, it's For like real. if you want to learn about your art, cool. If you already know about yourself, cool. Learn something. Just learn something. Yeah. So you can be more aware of just you and your surroundings and your environment and where you are in life. Like I suggest everyone learn. Mm. Learn more. Like. Don't don't like hold yourself back from anything either. Like just, it's like give it your all. Like you know what I mean. Just be learn confident more. and yeah. learn more and smile regardless. Like that's how I feel. So I would give that advice to anybody from mamas to grannies to to the kids to babies to my age, sub boss dog to anybody. Like I want you guys to just like learn more. Yeah, and inspire more, motivate more, straight up, and boss up more. Mm. And buy your mom's houses and invest. You know what I mean. When the time comes, and and, 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 uh, and yeah, man, get your get your shit right. You know what shit. I mean. Get your life right. Get you your know? life right. Learn more. You know what I mean. Joe, should we do it to him? I think it's time. Ah, uh, <laughs> mama, we made it. We made it.